3: about <laughs> oh welcome everybody to happy island and here is ed Wynn as his hilarious majesty king bubble
0: if you don't mind I would
1: begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
0: One,
4: two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey Chapter. Gaming keywords. So I always stay clear of women who have the terms Kevin and Bean in their profile. I mean that show's pretty terrible, right?
5: I'm alright. I'm alright. Yeah, I'm right. The show hasn't been good for years. If you felt this way, why, for God's sake, didn't you say something? I thought you knew
6: and didn't care. I'm a doctor, and this man is farting in my face. And now, Do you remember
7: when it third,
0: <laughs> our feature presentation.
5: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it is for a Monday, and it is the 23rd of oh, September. Hey, kids. Hi. Hey. Can we please, first order of business, get uh, Christine to come in here and Instagram video of Beer Mug trying to put his headphones on. <laughs> it, is,
8: it is one of the sadder things I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, my
9: God. Yeah. It's
8: it, it
6: hurt my heart to look over at Muggs trying to put headphones on with his right arm in a sling.
5: In a sling, right. Yeah. It's oh. like uh it's like watching a puppy with one of his front legs missing trying to dig yeah why what
6: happened? happened? <laughs> what
10: happened? Look, I am a super dad, okay, okay, I put my body limb life on the line for my kid. I was walking up the stairs in my house mm-hmm. like I do, holding my kid as she loves me to do when I'm walking up the stairs. And I lost my footing. Okay. And s- immediately felt myself going down. Do you On- think that really happened or do you not think <laughs> that really happened? Oh, it really happened. So <laughs> you thought
6: you were going to fall onto her.
10: I thought I was going to just crush her. Oh, so man. last minute, all my athletic skills came into play. Okay. <laughs> Turned over. Landed on, <laughs> 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 landed on my shoulder first. Landed on my shoulder. Hit the edge of the stair. She was crying. She didn't feel anything, but I saved scared. her. Yeah, yeah, she was scared, uh, rightfully so. And I was like, okay, good. I, you know, I save her. Good. I get up. And then I feel this, like, automatic sharp pain, like, shooting in my neck. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Uh-uh. And then I try to pick her up again to, like, console her. Yeah. And I couldn't lift my right arm. I was like, oh, that's not good. Oh, no. And, you know, like like we are often to do as men, not worry about it and not go to the doctor. I was like, mm-hmm. no, Th- something's it's wrong. that bad. Some- oh, man,
8: it's weird to hear someone on this show say they may have broken something <laughs> yeah. and go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> so,
10: uh, yeah, so I went to uh, Kaiser Permanente in Woodland Hills. you went to where? Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser
6: Permanente. <laughs> Kaiser right, Permanente.
10: And um, <laughs> And they got me into the ER. Uh, the doctor came in, was doing, you know, a bunch of field tests, ding-ding. Uh,
9: yeah.
10: And um, got me into the x-ray room, and in about two hours, he came back. He said, yeah, you have a broken collarbone.
5: <gasps> Dude. Yeah. Oh no. So so you're not available for the playoffs at all.
10: Well, no, I'll be back by the playoffs. You know, we're in the regular season. I'll be on the IR for six to eight
8: weeks. I don't want to point it out, but how what, what drugs are you on right now? I took an ibuprofen this morning. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I don't want
10: to take the strong stuff okay. in the morning. You have that in. Yes, you. I have yeah. those
8: available to you. Yes, I have
10: I have the strong stuff, but I took the ibuprofen this morning. And I'm keeping the strong
5: stuff for at night. Hey, is Christine Instagram living right now? Yes. Okay. Let's have uh, Mugs take his headphones off. Great. Yeah, and then at, put his at, headphones okay, back Off is Beam. not a problem. Okay. Off
6: is fine. Okay. 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 Now putting them on one-handed one-handed oh tries to so oh, sad. that was so was, much better i think because i got that
10: practice run the first oh. time the first one was really sad the
6: practice one just <laughs> like a tear just went down his face so slowly in
5: the arms of an angel now uh mugs let me ask you this yes, and sir. we're all thinking it so i just might as well uh, ask go um, ahead when you realized it was your right hand
10: Well, it's funny. We were discussing that earlier, Bean, and I I didn't want to, you know, blow the surprise for you. But Uh when it comes to that, I'm actually left-handed. Oh, yeah. All right. That's the only department I'm ambidextrous in. I don't know that, why. That's crazy.
6: Well, and it's not really a department. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
10: I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I don't, I don't know why, but that's that's how it was. God, would you? I will pay you to teach me that skill. Your <laughs> oh, whole my life? Gosh. Your whole life? Ever since
5: I discovered what that was. Wow. That's amazing because I, I mean, I have the body of a bodybuilder <laughs> on my right arm <laughs> and, oh and just a wet noodle <laughs> on my left arm. Yeah. So oh, you, you can get me the right direction if you could uh, put a tutorial up online or something or just
10: anything. Yeah, I'll have to put a uh, left-hand 101 guide out. Right. DIY, yeah. <laughs> It'll
9: be
5: great. So uh, Muggs is playing hurt here this morning. Yeah. I almost uh-huh. feel bad that we have this drop, but I have to
10: play it. Play it. Ever since I can remember, I was popping my collar, bone. popping, popping oh.
6: my collar. <laughs> sad. Nice. That was perfect. That's just sad. That was perfect. Is.
10: By the way, this is my first ever broken bone in my whole life. Oh, wow. Whoa. So well, And you don't lucky. even
6: get a cool cast that no, we could all sign. It's a stupid sling.
5: Yeah. Sling. Well, you're very lucky that you've never broken a bone before at your age. Yeah.
7: Ha- How I about haven't.
6: you, Allie? No, nothing. You, what? I, we've had this conversation because I used to literally launch myself downstairs <laughs> on roller skates. Sure. I would be like roller skating around the park and then I'd be like, there's some stairs. And I would try to break my arm because I thought having a cast was so cool.
5: Is this like when you wanted uh, braces, even though you didn't need them?
6: Yeah, I would put tin foil on my teeth. Uh-huh, I right. would sit real close to the TV so I could wear glasses. My parents were like, "You were the cheapest kid ever," and we were, thank you for that. But yeah, didn't have any of that stuff. Hmm.
8: Jetson, how about you? Uh, broke my hands. Ew. How'd you do that? Well, skiing,
6: the de- visiting the department. <laughs>
9: <Yeah>. <laughs>
8: I'm amodextrous, as you know. Uh, no, I uh, skiing on one of them, and then the other one while the other one was broken. I was using my left hand, my less prominent And Uh uh, I reached for a glass And missed it And then reached uh, with the other hand Smashed the glass against the table It was a bartender injury And then cut open a uh, Like a nerve And then that broke the finger
6: Okay. Oh you were a bartender?
8: No, but it's like a bartending injury, is what I'm saying. I reached <laughs> I reached with the wrong hand. Oh, I, I hear some false valor, going
10: <laughs> <on right now. laughs>
9: everyone's, valor. Always, everyone's always
8: fighting to be a
10: bartender. I picture Jensen as Tom Cruise and cocktail right? yeah. spinning totally. in a volley.
8: Who wants a margarita? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't broken a bone in like a week, so yeah, I feel you're like doing I'm doing
6: good. You're on a roll.
8: <laughs> doing really well. Does it make you want to go see a doctor now that you've heard mugs actually go? get help and probably start feeling better?
5: No, because I'm five times the man Muggs is. <laughs> wow. So
9: wow. Wow.
5: Hey, um, I just want to, just as a PS, because you went to uh, Los L- Strayers this weekend, uh, Jensen? I did, yes. Uh, uh, the losing game, but yeah. Okay. Oh, no. The, uh, the team, uh, the, you know, their home season has ended. They're yeah. on the road for this final week. Uh, they announced an all-time Los Angeles attendance record for this season. Hmm. 25,000 short of 4 million people wow. at Dodger Stadium. Over 49,000 fans per game over the 81 home games. So, congratulations to the Dodgers. I like to think Danielle and I put him over. We were the um, two. I mean, you didn't, but you could, sure. Congrats to us. Sure, think (laughs) that way. Well
6: done,
2: Jensen. Thank you.
5: All right, let's talk about today's all-new Kevin Abinja, shall we?
2: I know it's gross, but when you, like, these are facts.
5: They are facts. That's true, ma'am. First of all, um, Christine, speaking of, Instagram living right now, Mm -hmm. was in the middle of a melee this Saturday night. A melee, I tell
6: you. A melee? Yes.
8: And it's the second in Los Angeles. It was one... Recently, as well, at the
5: Topanga Plaza, my favorite mall, NGA, NGA Topanga, as you know.
6: Another melee.
4: Yeah, what insane. the
5: hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was right there. Our Kevin and Bean uh, microphones were there on the spot. Also, I'm screaming. <laughs> some Area 51 coverage. I know you think you know what did or did not go down as we attempted to see damn aliens over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I did fly out after the show. I just want you guys to know You I was, caught an no, and I, I caught an alien. Yep. But they wanted me to pay for a whole seat on the way back, right. and I'm like, I'm. Too too cheap for that, so I just let the little guy go, and he's running in the desert somewhere. <laughs> uh, there's something uh, that went on this weekend that you don't know about that I think you'll be excited about. Monday means great news on the program today. Also, we'll have a lot to say about the Emmys. I know, Ali, you'll cover some of the winners coming up and what's happening. Plus, our friend Matt Bellity from The Hollywood Reporter is going to be joining us to break down the show and the party on this morning's program. Uh, Jensen confessed to us over, uh, I guess on Friday's show, that he ordered the Jerry Springer uncensored DVD at one point. Yeah. Just because, I don't have a question, but what do you think of these? We're going to have a discussion about the length that you went to, young men, to see boobs mm-hmm. a, as a young person. Also, uh, Jennifer and Cody from Swing and Misses are going to be in to recap NFL weekend number three, which I'm pretending didn't happen. Uh-oh. <laughs> and we lied about it on Friday. I don't think we're lying today. I think the great Patrick Warburton will be uh, gracing us with his presence coming up later on this morning. He mm-hmm. and Allie have a live event on stage this weekend that you can go see. It's true. So all of that, plus what's happening next on K-Rock.
0: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-R-O-U. K-Rock. Ali
5: Bean. No one knows. That's why you're here with what's happening on the Kevin and Bean Show for a Monday. Oh,
0: wow.
9: See what
6: you did there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if applause <laughs> are necessary. Um, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Any of you watch the Emmys, the 71st annual Emmy Awards last night?
8: I did. I uh, am
5: practicing self-care, so I just so watched didn't. highlights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I okay. didn't care about it, mm-hmm. but I knew I had to. Yeah. And I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Oh,
8: okay. I know we're going to get into it later, but boy, did I... Did I, I did see the Adam Divine dance sketch?
6: Was your face like James Corden when they showed him the audience watching?
8: <laughs> I just can't believe that yeah. was a thing.
6: Yeah. yeah. Between that and the um, Ken Zhang doing a TikTok,
5: yeah. I was like, there... you
6: know what? You don't you don't need these. There don't were some them.
5: there were some missteps. I mean, you don't have to fill the whole three hours. You know? No. It doesn't, even have, it doesn't have to be three hours. End early and show a family guy. We're fine. Yeah,
6: would have been fine. Would have been fine. But it was interesting if you were watching. uh, The first 30 minutes, you were thinking, wow, only shows on Amazon Prime are winning, which is very interesting. But the first half hour, supporting actor in a comedy series went to Tony Shalhoub for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Supporting actress in a comedy series went to Alex Borstein for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And then writing for a comedy series went to Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. Also on Amazon Prime. So all three of
5: those. Is that where most of America said, I don't know any of these shows. I'm just going (laughs) to tune over and watch the football game.
6: Uh, Most likely. Uh, We'll find out later with the ratings. But also not having a host um, was interesting again to see it. But it did feel like it, it moved quicker until they did try those little bits that weren't very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, some other winners, lead actor in a limited series, Jarrell Jerome for When They See Us.
5: That was a great moment. That was one of the things yes. that I was happy I was watching because yes. the, the room was so excited for that young man. Yeah. He's only 21 years old, by the way.
6: I mean, that that show is heartbreaking and amazing and, and- Unbelievable. Makes you angry. Oh, mm-hmm. makes you livid. But it is—it's such a mussy. Uh, lead actor in a limited series, Michelle Williams for Fosse Vernon. Limited series went to Chernobyl. Um, variety sketch series, Saturday Night Live talk show series last week tonight with John Oliver for kind of the big ones. Uh, lead actor in a drama series, Billy Porter for Pose. I don't was think a, was a yeah. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Nope. Um, and he made history because he's because he wore that first- hat.
8: First person ever win to wear that hat. Well,
6: yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did feel bad for the people behind him. Um, what but-
8: uh, what kind of punctuation was that hat tried to be? I, I didn't I didn't know. It was as if it melted on one side. It was a normal <laughs> hat and then it melted. <laughs> and then just one side was crazy.
9: It
6: was a hat, for sure. <laughs> it was a hat. But he uh, made history by being the first openly out uh, African-American gay man to win, a, and even to be nominated, I believe, as well. So he won that for Pose. Lead actress in a drama series. Um, shocked her to get up there was Jodie Comer from Killing Eve who had by far the cutest part of a speech where she said um, "And to my parents in Liverpool that I told not to come because it's just not my time yet. I'm so sorry. But the look of absolute shock on her face going up there, then as she's talking and then trying to figure out how to leave the stage, I'm like, this poor woman needs to sit down. Yeah. I'm very concerned for her. A, a
8: lot of shock last night, yeah. too. Yes. Jason Bateman as well for his Ozark win. He's, he's already a, a Jeff. Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, for directing in a drama series. Yeah, um, comedy series went to Fleabag.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Drama series went to Game of Thrones. Boo. Which I felt like was just a, it's a career here you award. Go. Yeah, it's yeah. a here you go, go
5: away, be. yeah. beat it. It's Game like of when Thrones Al Pacino won for
8: Scent of a Woman. You're like, that's not. It can't be for Scent of a Woman. That's for everything else.
5: Hoo-wah. Um no? did um, I hope America Yeah, you got oh, it. That, that was it. Yeah. It's every movie since then also, but okay. it started there. Cool. You know? I hope America Allie, uh-huh. fell in love with Phoebe Waller-Bridge last night as you and I did back when Fleabag came out and the, now they'll watch the show.
4: Yeah,
6: it's it's so good. It's yeah. ridiculous. She's amazing. Well, and she's, how and,
5: charming was she last night?
6: Uh, she's charming plus she's behind killing Eve like the yes. woman just Knows good television. She just does. Yeah, it was very funny. When she won her first award, she got up there and said, listen, writing is so hard, <laughs> but this is why I do it, and held up the Emmy. And then when she won another for the show, she was like, acting is so hard, but this is why I do it. It was just very, That's very,
5: very funny. funny. And she's dating her dad, I take it? Um,
6: That is her boyfriend. He's just oh. uh, gray hair. Just gray mm-hmm. hair. You gotta let that go. Just has gray hair.
5: He's just really old.
6: He's—I don't think he is. He just really? has. Gray Will she hair. upgrade
5: now that she's a multiple Well, he's—he's he's Martin um, McDonough. He's the director behind the uh, the three billboards. Uh, I mean, and a Broadway—you know—he's written Bradley Broadway a single. You know? Yeah.
6: Yeah, I think she likes um,
5: older men. Oh, okay. Yeah. What were you gonna say?
6: Yeah, older men. <laughs> oh, I see. I got it. Some okay. Birthdays it. for <laughs> you, Jason Alexander, oh. Bruce Springsteen, Anthony Mackie, Jermaine Dupree, and Hassan Minaj, and that's what's happening.
0: Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. In uh, honor of uh, uh, uh,
5: Storm Them Aliens, mm-hmm. uh, Storm Area Fifty One, Sea Them Aliens, and in honor of that, Foo Fighters released a, uh, a surprise live EP recorded in Roswell, New Mexico, over the weekend. Wow. So they're getting in on it. Okay. And by the way, that uh, Storm Area 51 thing, it looks like, uh, was so popular with businesses that it's going to be an annual event. Are you being serious? I'm being serious. But I thought it was like a failure. It was a fit. Well, we'll talk about it coming up in just a few minutes. First, though, assistant producer Christine, how are you, my dear?
2: Hey, I'm good. How are you Are you lucky to be alive today? I mean, narrowly survived uh, the melee (laughs) at my local mall.
5: Well, let's uh, let's see what the news called it. Mayhem at the mall today. There you go. Mayhem Mayhem. at
4: the
2: mall. (laughs) Ooh, that's dark.
5: Even though no one got hurt and nothing was really happening, the news was so happy they could call it mayhem at the mall. Mayhem
0: at the mall mall today in Culver City. A fight at a footlocker created chaos at the Westfield Culver City mall.
6: While no shots were fired, some shoppers were worried that it was an active shooter situation because of all of those loud sounds. CBS 2's Lori Pera is live at the mall with a closer look at that video. Lori, it is scary. It absolutely is, you know.
5: Alright, so Christine, where are you at the Westfield Culver City mall in relation to the Foot Locker well, where this s- all went down? They
6: said the fight was at the Foot Locker. so what shoes were you trying to get?
5: <laughs> and also, like, who's making you that mad? I mean, what's
6: going on? I know,
2: seriously, guys. I had to throw down, you know?
8: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we were My cousin and I were coming out of the Target. There's one of the Targets inside the malls. Uh-huh. And while, while we were walking out, we noticed that there were a, several kind of large men who were looked like they were going like a football game, right? But you notice all of a sudden that they were, there was like a commotion and they all had walkie-talkies. And so we're like, is that store security? Like the undercover guys, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. they were looking outside, and people outside are all looking down the one direction at the mall. One we, direction <laughs> was at the mall? No it was, was crazy. Was we like, yeah, of course yeah, no there's no <laughs> a Now it makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> so she was like, hold on a second, because the thing is we were driving to the mall, and I said to my cousin... Um, are you excited? She goes, no, I haven't been in the mall in years. I'm like, why? She said, I don't like to go to those kinds of places with lots of people there because it's the kind of place where there are mass shootings that happen. Oh, oh my And God. she looks at me and she goes, dude? <laughs> and I'm like, no, come on. There's not nothing happened. It's fine. I'm sure there was like a shoplifter or something like that. And we walk outside and you see two stores across from us frantically pulling down their grates like those Oh No. Whoa, that's scary. And- There are still people inside the stores, though. She goes, is the mall closing? And it was like Mm 6.10. But you know, those malls close pretty much on time. So it was like an odd time to close the mall. Yeah. So she goes let's just go and so we go down the escalator which was at the end so you have kind of a big view of the mall Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there are people running for their lives and screaming
9: yeah
2: so then um, at the one end there is a like an open-air barbershop at Mm -hmm. this mall and so Everyone got up from the chairs, and they were all looking, but we're on the other side of the mall. So I asked one of the girls, I said, what's going on? She goes, there's something, they think, they're saying there's a shooter, and we're like, okay. So. All
5: right, now, Christine, slow down for a second here. What's going on in your head? Obviously, you have to, you're just receiving this information. You're trying to
2: process it in real time. Are you terrified? I am not terrified because I didn't, you didn't hear any gunshots, and it did right, but
5: if somebody says to me, "I think there's a shooter," that's enough to get me real, real worried.
2: I was worried, but not yet because it okay. just didn't feel like. I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like that's oh, a real-life right, scenario. You're you know? right, It
5: can't-happen-here girl. Yeah, that's what you totally,
2: are. totally, totally. And so my cousin's like, hey, just stay calm. We'll go to the car. And our car was through, you know, uh, um, there, the Forever 21 there has an exit to the street. Oh, yeah, we all know that, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, this, this story. It was a very weird moment, so my brain is kind of trying to figure out what happened. So we, we go through the store because there's an exit to the street. And as we're walking through the store... They lock the doors to the outside. Oh boy! And so at that moment, I thought, "Oh, okay. yeah, that's not fun." That was the moment I got a little scared. Yeah. All so of we,
5: a sudden, you're in the Breakfast Club.
2: Right. So, so we walk back to the, the, the movie, mall.
5: Not the radio show, you guys.
2: <laughs> it's
5: her and <in> Charlemagne.
2: <laughs> Me and Charlemagne. We got.
8: So we walk back
2: out to the mall, and they lock those doors. Oh, and my God. So there's all these girls, people on their phone, who I guess had been downstairs longer, so had more information than we did. So we're like, what is happening? They said, they're, they're saying there's a shooting. Um, and, you know, people are like trying to find their kids that were at the... Like, I, it was it was terrible. All right.
5: Let me uh, stop again and ask this question. Is the purpose of locking down the mall to make sure the shooter stays inside Yeah, so that you can it's catch him. The, no,
8: it's the closed... No, it's the closed school door. It's like, a, no, everybody get in here, close the door. It's like they're hiding from the shooter. Right, right, but
5: aren't they also closing the doors that would allow shoppers at the mall to leave? I yeah. don't to get think outside. They
2: know what's happening, mm-hmm. and here's the thing is I heard afterwards that not everyone did that. Like the mall apparently the reports are saying that there was never a shutdown or lockdown.
5: Yeah, no in. no lockdown, yet a lot of people it sounds like we're stuck in source.
2: Yeah. And and that seemed like a safety thing, I guess. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be been more in this scared situation. of being stuck
8: in a Claire's boutique. <laughs> that sounds like the real issue.
9: So this store
2: has um, like very big glass windows out into the street. And all of a sudden we see the police coming. And then you see the cops get out with the big guns, not like the pistols, you know.
5: And they head right for wicks and things. <laughs>
9: is that still They're around? Like, I, don't I don't even things. know
2: what that is. Yeah. It's,
9: it's an a old candle, candle, candle store. <laughs> it's so 80s. Oh, I don't oh, even oh, know what I think I my know. aunt worked there.
8: <laughs> we have a shooter at Spencer's Gifts.
4: Everybody get in.
5: What's the uh, What's the place that used to be in every single mall where you took stuff to get engraved? Oh, uh, Things Remembered.
9: Things, things Remembered.
6: remembered. <laughs> hey, and then be- you'd wait and you'd get an orange Julius while they this
9: I
8: shows agree. how long Bean
4: has stayed in
9: his house. He goes, was everyone
4: at Miller's Outpost safe? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, oh I,
9: I saw on the news,
5: Christine. They yeah. mentioned the Foot Locker fight, that there are two guys who are really like barroom brawling yeah. inside, and you can see it through the window. But then there's some other guys who appear to be affiliated with guys on the inside of the store who are banging on the giant windows at the Foot Locker to try to get in where the fight is. And that's what freaked people out is because the glass shattered in the footlocker. Those guys ran in, didn't stay for very long. But that's what people heard, and that's why people thought there was a shot, I think, right? Yeah,
2: so it's so interesting to think about the game of telephone. And yes. how? Because I was at the other side of the mall from where that happened, right? So what we heard and what was passed along from everyone else, the, the story was it's completely yeah, and, different than but what we happened. we live in an
8: era now where if you see a bunch of people running, there's a shooter. I, right. I think that's just it happened in Times Square recently. It happened at the Topanga Plaza in the Wimbledon Hills. It's like if people are running around, that's just what's going to happen now. And I right. think
2: the the thing is that the. I, I don't understand, and no one has said why the door to the footlocker was locked. So yeah, these two... or why
8: the people were outside of a fight. It's not like a UFC. Everyone's just, like, watching.
2: Right. So Seems, That is weird. So it looked like, I mean, obviously somebody in the store must have locked the door. Right. Um, but the two guys are going at it. There's a big guy and a little guy. And the little guy's friends are right outside the glass door trying to get in. The glass door is locked. And so you do one of those things where, you know, you, like, pull back and forth on the door yeah, really trying quickly, trying to open it. And I think that noise people even before the glass shattered, they were saying people mistook that as gunshots right. because yeah. it was like that back and forth thing. Well, noise, you, know?
5: you and your cousin are just lucky that you were locked out at the Woolco, so you were fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know what that is either. It's
0: Kevin and Bean on Rock, KROQ. K-R-O-Q.
2: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
5: So I spent some time in the desert this weekend, as you know, nope. Storm Area Fifty One. I don't 51. think you did. Uh, I flew out after the show. You didn't. And uh, tried to get in uh-huh. uh, along with uh, how many people uh, RSVP'd yes to this Storm Area Fifty One event? It was close to three million, wasn't it? Yeah, it was around yeah two point five, I think. And how many how many folks that actually showed up to do it? I read five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and then of those 500, how many actually pretended that they were going to storm the gates in Area 51? I read two. It was about 20. Oh, it was okay. about 20. Who ran up to the gate and then just stopped. Like, made no attempt whatsoever to get over it. Mm-hmm. Which is why they were kind of laughing. I got this clip, uh, Mugs. Why they were kind of laughing at us on the news. Millions of folks said they had pledged to storm Area 51, but only dozens actually showed up.
9: <laughs>
5: I don't need that. In the studio going wah wah. (laughs) Yes, you do. This is important to us, okay? This is this meant something to us. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, despite all the hype here, no
10: one
11: actually stormed the highly classified military base in Nevada. Dozens of people apparently stood outside the gates, though, after a meme-inspired Facebook event encouraged people to show up
5: to see if aliens exist. Well, they certainly do. Um, here's a guy that is uh, who was there and looked at it as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I think you'll see his excitement at storming Area 51.
12: Why would you ever miss this?
10: a bunch of random people in weird costumes standing outside of a government base why would you want to miss that that's a, that's a one-in-a-lifetime experience it's like it's like halloween but we're just
8: Annoying people.
6: <laughs> <laughs> great point, sir. <laughs> Halloween
5: once once in a lifetime, as yep. you know. I know. There's only one Halloween. One time. Um, and then there's the uh, the Naruto run. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? I Naruto, got compl- yeah. Uh, Naruto. There's a Naruto run because that's uh, what's the strategy behind that? Is it just is supposed to give you lift or yeah, something? Yeah, it's like or? a superpower kind of run. Yeah, like yeah. they can't stop you, and you can and you can cram more people through the gate if your arms are behind you because you take up less space. Well, I think you're and, making that up. And here, here's, a, here's a story about a young man who's been practicing. Yeah. Elia Elixir
11: is the guy, a bit off the wall, who demonstrated his run for <laughs> us, but really wanted to see the aliens.
4: Do you plan to, to
11: storm it? Well, uh, I've been here uh, a
10: month ago. I came here and I was uh, practicing my Naruto running. In front of
11: Area 51 Elixir says he's (laughs) made a trip to Rachel, Nevada Mere miles from the infamous and top secret military base Known as Area 51 before And he was prepared for anything
10: Yeah, we uh, we filled up the car with food Water, a lot of water And uh, uh, hopefully I capture some aliens
11: Where Uh, is he
8: from? He's not Uh, real He's an alien (laughs) He's pushing
5: the blame on other people (laughs) That's
8: the guy they should have been catching
5: (laughs) That's a program that makes it sound like he speaks
4: English. I
5: thought maybe Canadian, but I really couldn't tell. But then his name is Elixir. So what the hell?
4: (laughs) What the hell? That's the
5: guy they should have been probing. Uh, So here's, speaking of probing, mm -hmm. this is why I was so excited about the event this weekend. This thing did did, did not get well reported, but I found this deep on the website of Channel 13 in Las Vegas. Here's something else that was going on this weekend.
11: Well, so many have their minds stuck on life off-planet Earth this weekend. By the way, this guy should not be on television. (laughs) Why why
8: are so many aliens on TV?
11: (laughs) When Nevada sex worker wants to make those extraterrestrial fantasies a reality. So, how about Mm -hmm. a
5: special at the brothel for people who are into aliens? Smart. This is going to blow your mind, guys.
2: People didn't feel safe to have those experiences. So, quite literally put it all out there.
11: Meet Alice Little. She's a licensed prostitute based at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch near Carson City. An alien enthusiast herself cashing in on alien role play.
2: I have guests that are looking to spend entire days, evenings, and weekends with me, really diving all the way into this abduction headspace where they want to be immersed in it completely and totally for 48 hours nonstop.
5: Okay, now what she involved- talking into a can? <laughs> no, she's uh, she's on Skype. Okay.
2: What is
5: involved in fulfilling your alien fantasies with a prostitute for 48 straight hours?
6: Well, I'm sure she will kidnap you, Yeah. so there's an abduction oh, an abduction. She throws,
5: she throws you in the back of the trunk of her car she's, and dr- drives you around the desert. She's
6: got to do some tests on you. Yeah. She's got okay. to
5: tie, um, tie you down. Like absolutely. The, yeah. Yeah. She's okay. got to
6: make sure you know what you're doing in certain realms, Understood. if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Butt gotcha. stuff. No, right. I, no, I understand. No, i yeah, talking yeah, about but yeah, we butt stuff. Got, we have when you <laughs> said yes. it. Yeah, probing. Now, Why
5: why is she suspecting guys like our friend Elixir there can't get women on their own? Why does she (laughs) assume that they have to pay for it? Oh, you think the guys who know how to perfectly Naruto run don't actually get laid on their own? I think they've got game, man. All right, let's hear some more from our uh, our UFO enthusiast uh, prostitute.
11: That's right, an alien abduction (laughs) fantasy. She's transforming her luxury suite at the brothel to an alien theme.
3: I've got little lights that i have set
2: up so this way it's different lighting than standard i've got some alien sound effect type music going in the background
5: i mean that is very
6: i mean
2: she's got lights (laughs) and
6: sound
5: effects (laughs) she's got got lights and a playlist of sound effects (laughs) Mm -hmm. what do
11: you uh what do you pay for this let's find out and that's just the beginning alice also showed us some of what's in her arsenal for close encounters with clients we can't show you
5: any of it on TV. She did have, and she the part you could see on TV. It looked like she had l- like an ET costume that she would be willing to wear for you. I Go mean, on. just the finger.
11: R- exactly. <laughs> Alice says the money is already pouring in for her alien fantasies. Folks can spend anywhere between four and six figures. Between
5: four wow. and six. Figures, I thought
4: they were going to say guys. four to six hundred. Yes, nice. we're thousands
5: and thousands of dollars. Good for
11: her. Alice isn't the only one seeing the wealth either.
2: Ladies are seeing a number of guests coming in wearing Raid Area 51 hats, T-shirts. Folks are just really excited to participate.
11: Austin Carter, 13 Action
5: News. <laughs> All right, I think uh, we need a podcast with Austin Carter and Elixir. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that is, I, that, that, they should have hosted the Emmys. <laughs> I will hit subscribe on that. <laughs>
0: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
5: I think I would run beer mug down with my car for a shot at seeing Joker early before it opens on October 4th. That's so specific. Wow. I, I was just thinking about it. How much do I want to see Joaquin Phoenix as Joker? And I understand we have tickets to give away on this morning's Kevin and Bean Show, alley.
6: We sure do. And maybe, just maybe, Joker fans, they're coming up this hour.
5: Sweet. What? Sweet. All right. So within uh,
6: 42 minutes. Well, I said maybe.
5: Okay. (laughs) Maybe by Mm -hmm. the end of the hour. Yeah. We we got your tickets for Joker ahead of it opening everywhere on October the 4th. Uh, Hey, it's Monday morning. I think you know what that means. Hit it, Steve. When
4: you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time.
5: Plenty of places for you to find bad news. Monday mornings on the Kevin and Bean Show, we bring you the opposite. Great news, I want to introduce you to a cute little dog, a terrier pit mix named Queen, and an animal advocate named Scott there in Kansas. For more than 400 nights, Queen has been sleeping here waiting. I just can't figure
10: out why she's not getting adopted. So Scott grabbed his toothbrush, his computer, and his calendar and said, Queen, slide over. It's going to bring her so much exposure. Scott says living in the shelter is not easy he's got responsibilities of his other job to get done okay so
5: he has moved into the animal shelter the room that queen has been in for 400 nights is now his home
9: hey queen
5: because he <laughs> loves this dog cannot adopt her himself because he has other special needs dogs at home
6: that he's not taken care of because he's now because he's away at from the shelter home. i yeah. think he's i think he's
5: got a family on queen. He's, got, he's got a family that's with him
6: yes them. queen
5: <laughs> it is very, it is, uh, it's terrible, by the way, in animal shelters because so many people show up and they're just looking for a puppy. So yeah. automatically they ignore an adult dog and dogs start to deteriorate once they are in a shelter for too long. Where's they the great really, news part? Where's the great they, news they part? They really start to give up Give up hope. Yeah. Uh, the great news part is what Scott is doing to get her adopted. And you know that coverage like we're doing on K-Rock yeah. right now and coverage on TV around the country is going to get Queen adopted. She's going to get out of there.
10: Well, staying here, but he says the most important thing Is making sure his new roommate gets adopted. She's just been slowly declining in the shelter environment. Scott says Queen is a
0: loving dog. He adds, she's a perfect example of what happens when dogs go unadopted.
11: Queen is uh, really speaking for all long-term shelter dogs. They're kind of the forgotten ones.
5: But Scott adds, he'll be making sure that Queen is not forgotten while he's here. So it's not just for Queen he's doing this. He's just kind of raising the awareness mm-hmm. of shelter dogs who are A, older, and B, who have been on the inside for a long time. Yeah. So adopt, don't shop. That's Scott's message. And I uh, I will keep my eyes peeled when Queen is adopted i will pass it along i just think it's a beautiful story and a great deal of commitment that he's living at an animal shelter to get the to get the message out and that's my great news Uh, do you feel like bean of all people
6: should adopt the dog the dog's name is queen yeah i mean you have the tattoo you love the queen you love dogs
5: linus is not great with other dogs Mm -hmm. so i think it would be a poor fit i mean it's important to get that dog into a house where it's going to work out you know what i mean but yeah. she's so cute. Stay updated, because, you know, you don't want that dog to be uh, not adopted. Right, Bean? I feel like there was something sinister in what you just said. I'm well, just saying, you know, it could be your dog, too. All
8: right, all right. <laughs> uh, when six-year-old Vivian Lord wanted to play with the classic Green Army men, you guys remember those from sure, our job. Sure, Uh She was dismayed to figure out that there are no women depicted in these sculpts. Just dudes. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. the U.S. Army now in 2019 has tens of thousands of women in service. The plastic pieces have remained 100% male. And so Vivian, this cute little girl, decided to do something about it. The first grader wrote to BMC Toys, that's the maker of the figures, and asked the question, why do you not make girl army men? Which I thought was a funny way to put it. My friend's mom is in the army too, she continued. So uh, she says that's what drew her. She's look- a cook, is she? Oh, Jesus, Bean. So that's a what ner- is she a nurse? No, she's in the ar- she's an actual soldier. Okay. Uh so that's what drew her to look for a female in the box to match the hero that she knew in real life. And the letter actually made its way to Jeff Amell, the president of the Pennsylvania based BMC Toy Company. And he was so moved by the letter uh that Amell is taking action. BMC will now introduce female army figurines in four different poses by December 2020.
6: Like in dresses and stuff?
8: No, guys, they're soldiers. <laughs> they're good, okay. they're
5: during combat. Oh. But I have to ask, her, are they hot? <laughs> we really can ruin anything.
8: The toy has been around since the 1930s. And well, they're... Jensen was trying to put Queen down. That's what he was getting at. He wasn't. I but... was trying to help the dog. No, you
5: were You're enforcing stereotypes on women. I, I'm just saying, if you can ruin my great news story, I can sure ruin yours. That's true.
8: There have been requests in the past for female inclusion, uh, but now the first prototype has a female captain holding a handgun and binoculars. See?
6: Okay. What about
8: the boobs? <laughs> they didn't say anything <laughs> about the boobs. Reaction has been great, though. One female soldier on Twitter wrote, I'm currently in the Army and my husband currently is not, and now I can buy my kids toys that actually represent me when
5: I'm away from them. But you can't put them on the battlefield three days a month. Well, yes,
6: wow! It's, uh, see, that's how little he knows about women, three that it's three days, days a, a month.
8: month. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> Good God. And so now, all because of this letter from a first grader, six-year-old Vivian Lord, the company has promised female army men by Christmas of next year. Wow. Which is quite a societal change made uh, by a young girl. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing job and that is my great news.
6: Well, my story is about a young man that did something pretty incredible although he Kind of thought he was just doing it for a joke at first. You know how on college game day on ESPN, they always have people behind the anchors that are sitting there holding up signs. Yeah, or
8: like a huge face of their parents or something. Yeah,
6: absolutely. He had a sign, this gentleman named Carson King, a big poster that said, Bush Light Supply Needs Replenishing. And then he scrawled his Venmo number for the whole nation to see. He was there for the uh, broadcasts from Ames, Iowa. It was ahead of the matchup between the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Iowa State Cyclones. This was on September 14th. Um, after a little while, one of his friends said, dude, who keeps texting you? Mm-hmm. And he looked down at his phone, and after less than 30 minutes, he had $400 worth of Venmo whoa, donations. Whoa, a lot of
9: beer. Did yeah. he
6: get wasted? That's what he was like, whoa, this is awesome. And then after 600 bucks, he thought... All right, maybe there are better things I could be doing with
9: this. <laughs> so
6: he spoke to his family and decided that after the cost of paying for a case of Bushlight, he was going to give the rest to the University of Iowa Steed Family Children's Hospital. So he was going to donate whatever wasn't, you know, that case of Bushlight to the hospital. This was on Saturday. As of that Tuesday evening, the amount he received in his Venmo account had reached more than $20,000.
5: Come on.
6: Bush Beer took notice, tweeting, "This is the best thing we've read all year. We're inspired. We're going to match your donation to this children's hospital." Then Venmo sees it, and they tweet, count us in for matching the donation to the hospital, too. So with the companies chipping in, in total, that donation was $60,000. And King says he plans to keep collecting donations until the end of the month. And Tom Moore, who's a spokesman for the University of Iowa Healthcare, said the Steed Family Children's Hospital was so grateful. Um, Once they receive the donation, the money will be used to support patients and their families, paying for things like lodging for the family, staying near the hospital, as well as gift cards for gasoline. He's been getting a ton of notes from parents that have said, we've received treatment for our kids at that hospital in the past. This is amazing what you're doing. Anheuser-Busch also rewarded his kind deed by creating a beer can with his face on it and they're sending him a year's worth of Bushlight in those cans.
5: And this is all because he held a sign-up on a Saturday morning TV yeah, show. Yeah, basically yes.
6: saying that he needed more beer with his Venmo card, or with his Venmo number. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, uh, the total now, keep in yes. mind this was yeah. September 14th,
9: uh-huh.
6: total now uh, that he is going to keep going through the end of the month is over $1 million. No. Oh, really? $1 000. You guys,
5: I got to get me a sign. I'm
6: saying this. Carson King thought he was being just kind of a funny dude. This will be <laughs> this will be good for some yucks. Over a million dollars so far for this children's hospital in Iowa.
9: How
5: much is he keeping now? I'd keep all of it at this point.
6: I mean, he said just the just the cost of the case of Bud Light. That's just yeah. that's karma. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's
5: easy to say until the money starts rolling. That's on. right.
8: The guy with a million dollars, he could easily adopt the dog.
6: <laughs> right? He could make some of those uh, booby uh, army ladies. Figures. Big
1: yeah.
6: ones, right? <laughs> <Just> right. <saying. laughs> All right, you guys, let's get out of this because that's my great news.
0: The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. K-Rock.
5: Monday morning here on the world-famous K-Rock, and not just any Monday, the Monday after the Emmys. Here's a clip from last night. Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert together as presenters. Well, well, well. How's the old no-host thing going?
4: What a dumb idea. What a joke. So stupid. You know what has a host? Applebee's has a host. <laughs> yeah. They have food, too. We would have brought food. Yeah. And now you guys are going to starve to death.
5: Our friend Matt Bellamy, executive editor from The Hollywood Reporter, is in as he does the day after the Emmys. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good morning. How was the no host experiment on the Emmys last night?
7: Uh, pretty bad. I mean, the the Oscars got away with it this past spring because it's the Oscars and they had big names and everything. The Emmys kind of needed a host, and it was pretty evident from the beginning. I I just thought it was lame.
5: I did feel like following along on social media that every time a couple with chemistry got out there, like Colbert and Kimmel, or like Phoebe and um, um, Bill, Hader. Bill Hader, people are like, "Let them host, let them right. host," yeah. you
7: know? They, like people were really kind of. W- wishing for it yeah people Uh, like jokes they like to have fun when they're watching these things
5: it turns out they want to laugh right (laughs) now uh before we talk about some of the specifics matt um the four major networks the broadcast networks they they all rotate who gets to air the emmys
7: yeah they call it the the wheel it goes from you know all the four so they don't bid for it or anything like that it's a Uh, it's a package bid they bid together
5: Okay, and uh, what's it going to get, around $9 million, million or something like that?
7: Something like that. The, the final ratings are not in yet, but it, it likely will be a historic low.
5: Yeah, so I'm just wondering, I mean, it's, is there going to come a point where they're not going to want to air the Emmys and it'll end up on cable or something like that? Because what's in it for the networks? I mean, I guess promotion for your shows in front of 9 million people is it,
7: right? That's the key, and it comes at the time of the year right before the fall season starts. Right. So if you noticed watching last night, it was Masked Singer, you know, yeah. ads everywhere, and all the, you know, the broadcast Dramas that nobody will watch. Like, those were all being advertised (laughs) all night long. How dare
9: you,
6: 911. I love that show.
7: (laughs) Do you see that tsunami hitting Santa Monica? The the, the first episode of 911 this season, a tsunami hits Santa Monica. It happened, and I
6: hope Peter Krause is available to help us.
7: The the fakest CGI wave (laughs) I've ever seen. Again,
6: how dare you.
5: Um, Are we looking at the networks basically advertising Netflix, HBO, and Amazon Prime for? three hours.
7: Sure. I mean, that's been the criticism for years. It used to be people complained that the Emmys were a big commercial for HBO. Mm-hmm. Then Netflix and Amazon and Hulu got in the game, and it's like, wait a second, why are we devoting hours of prime time to telling people to watch these streaming services that are killing our business? And, yeah, that'll, only, it, and that'll only get worse. Disney+, Plus, Apple. The first know, 30 it,
6: minutes I, of the show all Amazon yeah. Prime shows
7: won. Yeah. That's amazing. And the first commercial during the Emmys was for the Disney Plus streaming service. So I noticed that amazing. and I
5: wondered if I wondered if they paid extra to be the first commercial. I'm I bet sure they, they did
7: because it's a statement. It says, Okay, this is our new T V thing, and if you're a fan of TV and watching the Emmys, you're gonna want to sign up for this.
5: Matt, there was nobody whose bracket was anywhere close to being a, a perfect score last night, right?
7: Oh, no. I mean, <laughs>
5: Nothing I pre- but upsets. I was
7: pretty proud of myself. I <laughs> predicted Phoebe Waller-Bridge beating Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, that's Which, a
5: surprise. I think in our
7: office pool, I was probably one of the only ones that did that. But I missed almost everything else, so I'm not patting myself on the back.
5: Let, let's talk about that, that upset victory. I mean, people expected her to win something for Fleabag. Obviously, people who have seen it knows how brilliant it is. But the sentimental value, the sentimental vote is something that the Emmys are kind of famous for.
7: Yeah, and I think the fact that Julie Louis-Dreyfus came back from a cancer diet. Diagnosis did a final season of Veep. It was hilarious as always. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought they would get completely shut out. Yeah. So
5: what do you think happened?
7: I think there's just amazing goodwill for Phoebe Waller-Bridge. We saw it this summer at Hollywood Reporter. We did a cover story on her, and the web attention on that yeah. story was unlike anything that I th- that I uh, expected because. There's just such goodwill for the show. People who see it love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: And she's such a star, too. You cannot take your eyes off her. And she's beautiful and she's hilarious and she's smart. And I mean... She's
6: accessible, I think, which is something that yeah. I think hasn't been around Hollywood for a long time. Totally. And, right. and
7: One other secret... The season was six episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that helps. <laughs> in this era helps. of a million shows <laughs> that yeah. you haven't caught up on, it wrong. was six episodes of half-hour comedy. Mm-hmm. Who's not going to watch that? Uh, I watched it four times. <laughs> <laughs> that
6: is a
5: great point. Uh, our friend Matt Bellany in studio with us right now, executive editor of The Hollywood Reporter, talking about the uh, the 71st annual Emmy Awards last night. Obviously, tons of coverage at THR.com. Uh, all right, so we mentioned that the Goodwill, for whatever reason, wasn't there for Veep. Yet somehow Game of Thrones still wins Best Drama for what even the diehard Game of Thrones fans will say was not their best season.
7: No, it wasn't. But if you look at the people who vote for the Emmys, these are people who work in the television business. And for the past 10 years, Mm. there's nothing bigger in TV than Game of Thrones. It's the one show that everybody watches in in a landscape that is totally fractured now. So, you know, the... What
6: happened? Oh, that was a weird noise from Bean, I think. Did you hear it? Justin, no. heard
7: it, too. I, it. It I didn't weird. hear anything. I thought I, I thought I burped or something. No. 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 Did okay. I just
5: get
6: shot? Am I
11: okay? I
10: don't know. Are you? It <laughs> Am was I like I a weird, heaven? like, Is that- drone
5: Is that- and, Is that- like, a balloon. Are you in,
10: heaven? in heaven? <laughs> 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 Sounded like Bean was deflating. <laughs> yes.
5: It sounded like a balloon pop. Yes. Isn't that uh, weird that I didn't even hear it?
6: Okay. It was you going...
7: <laughs> as okay, long as it I wasn't me. I no, know, I'm okay. so sorry. Yeah, so basically, the, the the win last night was Game of Thrones acknowledged for changing TV yeah. and being a, the one show. I mean, most average TV viewers, when they watch the Emmys, they don't know what the heck these shows are. Yeah, no. Much mm-hmm. less having watched them. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Game of Thrones is this all audience tentpole that everybody watches, that was the vote. That was the acknowledgement.
5: Yeah, and you make a good point because I feel like we pay. You know, much closer attention than the average person in America to television, you know, because it's kind of our business to know those things and talk about those things. But when Pose is winning, when uh, the Ozark is winning, yeah, I mean, a, very,
7: a, a very English scandal, a very, oh, yeah. which, which you, I, I did I, see, by the way. I challenge you to find somebody who's watched a very English scandal. Uh, right, yeah. here, right here, uh, Right here. Right uh-huh. here. Yes. How did I know that that would be the case? <laughs> the only
4: guy. I I, I, uh, I
5: saw it and I loved it, by the way. And I was, uh, I mean, Hugh Grant in that category, I mean, he didn't have a chance anyway. There was so, so many great performances. In that category, but it was a really, really good movie based sure. on a true story. But like Ozark, I've never gotten to Ozark. I've never gotten well, to that's, pose. That's, Ozark to me is the craziest
8: win because because Jason Bateman wins for directing of a drama series that includes Game of Thrones episodes that took like three months to film. Yeah.
7: Well, I, the problem there is that there were multiple Game of Thrones episodes nominated. Yeah. So how do you pick amongst them? The vote splits, and all of a sudden, Jason Bateman, who is a star in addition yeah. to a director, he rises to the top. So
6: HBO kind of screwed themselves by nominating so many per well, category. They don't don't
7: choose that, and, yeah. and honestly, the big challenge in this day and age of peak TV is the outlet that wins the nomination race. Oh. HBO and Netflix are so locked in this battle, and HBO this year won the nomination race. They beat Netflix in total nominations, and when you have 30 nominations or whatever it was for Game of Thrones, that really helps.
4: Yeah. That
7: bragging,
5: those bragging rights, they really do make a difference to whom? To people who are looking to shop new shows?
7: Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's within the industry, it's a big horse race. and whoever. Okay. I mean, it was a huge deal when Netflix tied HBO for nominations because it signaled that Netflix had arrived. This is an outlet that didn't even... Produce original shows seven or eight years ago, and it was tying HBO, which had been yeah. the leader for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt
5: Bellini is here, executive editor of the Hollywood Reporter. We got a lot of other stuff we want to talk about. Plenty of winners we haven't got to. We got to talk about the Ben Stiller Bob Newhart sketch <laughs> last night. I want to know. I can't wait to hear what you thought about the Thomas Lennon edition oh, of the program God. this year. Uh, Michelle Williams had a great speech. Uh, Alex Borstein had a great speech. We'll cover it all when we return right after this on K Rock.
0: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock.
3: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
5: It's our annual Emmy recap with our friend Matt Bellany from The Hollywood Reporter. They made a couple of other changes last night. Besides the no host, they had no orchestra. They were trying to get creative by playing pop songs as people came to the stage. I thought that was pretty effective, didn't you, Matt?
7: Sure, whatever. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> it, it was fine. It's better than an orchestra. At least mm-hmm. it, it felt a little more relevant.
5: Yeah, a little more contemporary. Yeah. And, and then they brought in our friend Thomas Lennon, who we are all enormous fans of. And they gave him a nearly impossible task of tried to basically ad-lib funny things as people went to the stage or as people won awards. And he had to fight with the crowd and he had to fight with the music. Here's one example.
13: Big win for PWB, but to compete with Julia's numbers, Phoebe Waller-Bridge will have to live until the 171st Emmys, which will be held on our terraformed sister planet of Mars. (laughs) And shown
7: here on Fox.
5: I thought a lot of his stuff was really funny, and
8: he was
7: oh, getting... Come on. The Felicity
5: Huffman one was great.
8: That Other
7: was than the Felicity Huffman joke, well, it was just cringeworthy. cringeworthy. It's like, a right, tough spot. It's a tough let me, spot.
5: Let me play the Felicity one for folks who didn't hear it. The producers have asked me to give a special shout-out to any of our previous lead actress winners
0: who are watching tonight from prison. Hopefully those two weeks are going to fly right by.
5: And I think the reason that one got so much attention is, A, because it was really, really funny, but B, that's the only one he did on camera. The rest of them were voiceovers only, and it was so hard to nowhere, make yeah. out what he was saying. You don't think he had the card stacked against him, Matt?
7: Sure, it's a tough job, but it was just cringeworthy. Like, it's a joke I, throw, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I was just sitting there going why why he even acknowledged it halfway through he was like this is bad (laughs) he said this
9: sucks (laughs) like literally you can hear
6: his soul leaving his body an hour into the show his
7: career as well
8: (laughs) yeah I I didn't listen tough job tough gig
5: Yes, very tough job. All right, um, let's talk about some of the other kind of surprises. I mean, we were talking about the office pools that got shattered last night. Oh, I the- didn't
8: have the uh, will Adam Devine do a cringeworthy <laughs> dance routine on my on my pool either. That was a uh, ill-advised idea all across
7: the board. Yeah, I, I actually have already put that out of my mind. I forgot yeah, that happened. Yeah,
6: smart. The only reason I remember it is because they immediately showed James Corden in the audience. And the look of disgust
7: on his face <laughs> was
5: so
6: funny like, to me. I can
7: actually sing and dance, and was that, like that a, was awful. There was like a Larry King impersonator. <laughs> it was, yes, uh, very the
5: weird. On, the guy on stilts wearing the, the uh, <laughs> uh, suspenders. Yes, I couldn't uh, understand that at all. There was an acid dream. Matt, I know I ask you a series of questions just like this every single year, but why does the president of the Academy come out? Why do the accountants come out? And why can't they get people to stop applauding during the goddamn in memoriam? Those three questions... I I ask you every year.
7: Yeah, and, and I always have the same answers, which is, uh, who the heck knows? I, I mean, the, the in memoriam thing, they actually say to the crowd in the audience at the show before it happens, please, do not applaud yeah. until the very we'll end. And people ignore it. It's like, oh, celebrity I've heard of. You know, yeah. Let's let's, let's Oh, they're
6: dead. Oh. Right. <laughs> um,
5: so, the but weird. what happens is then Luke Perry ends up getting way more applause than Carol Channing for right. some reason, just yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's oh, more recent and God, younger. Yeah, you know? God
8: forbid you're a TV executive <laughs> yeah. and no one knows your name and you just stare at the screen. <laughs> yes. I
7: know. And the other two, like, who knows why? I mean, th- these things function for two different audiences, the people at home and the people in the room, the TV uh industry audience, and they want to get up there, have the accountants, have the academy president, and have their moment, and nobody at home wants to see that.
5: Okay, but when the accountants have their moment, they also bring out a fourth person who's (laughs) in a uh, mask, what's it called? The Masked Detective? (laughs) Masked Singer,
7: Singer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I watched
9: the
6: (laughs) Masked
7: Detective. No, the the level of promotion for the Masked Singer during the Emmys was pretty shocking, even for Fox. Even for Fox! (laughs) It was basically a a giant native ad for the Masked Singer. Uh, Right. I don't know. And, And, like, that's not even really on brand for the Emmys. It's kind of this throwaway, you know, silly show. Yeah. If, it, if they were not if they were if they had a really prestigious show to plug that would be one thing but they don't. Right,
5: right. All right, let's talk about one of I thought the greatest moments of the night just because you know you can feel the vibe of the crowd. You can certainly tell the wins that they are excited about. Like when Ben Wishaw won, no one cared <laughs> for that very English animal. No one cared about that. But when uh Jerrell Jerome won, for when they see us, the place just erupted. Now that's a name obviously most people don't know.
7: No, and he was the star, if you can say star, of, of the Central uh, Park 5 miniseries <laughs> When They See Us on Netflix. There was a lot of goodwill for that coming into the show, and there were some early upsets where it didn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, Ava DuVernay, who directed it, did not win for directing. Which all is those, shocking, yeah. Yeah, all those wins went to Chernobyl, which is also very good, the HBO miniseries. But Jarel Jerome was really the breakout of that. He starred in the final episode, <laughs> which um, he was the only one of the Central Park 5 to play him the character as an adult and as a child. Really a breakout performance. And at the Netflix party after the show, he was the star on the dance floor. Going nuts with the entire cast. It was really nice to see.
5: And by the way, he won in a category that included Mahershala Ali, who I was convinced was going to win, Benicio Del Toro, Hugh Grant, Jared Harris from Chernobyl, And, and Sam Rockwell.
8: And being, keep in mind that Benicio Del Toro, during Escape of Dinamoria, did this line. Don't tell anybody just in a normal scene.
7: Wow. <laughs> what the? It was, that, is, was that me waking up this morning? It is the, what by the way, in? it
8: is the craziest scene I think maybe in television history. Yeah. Out of nowhere, he's just talking. Just
6: that voice out of nowhere. It's not his
8: voice. He just does it out of nowhere. And they interviewed Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller was like, yeah, it's just a decision he made. We thought it was funny and great, so we kept it in. But he never explains why he did it. He becomes a monster out of nowhere. should have won just for that line. Wow. Yeah, give him, Give the man an Emmy. Quite a line read. Uh, So
5: Jarrell Jerome wins for lead actor in a limited series or movie and the lead actress in a limited series or movie actress is Michelle Williams and she took a stand. This has been her cause over the past couple of years and I want to play a little bit of her speech.
0: I want to say thank you so much to FX and to Fox 21 Mm -hmm. Studios for supporting me completely and for paying me equally because they understood that when you put value into a person, it empowers that person to get in touch with their own inherent value and then where do they put that value, they put it into their work. And so the next time a woman, and especially a woman of color, because she stands to make 52 cents on the dollar compared to her white male counterpart, tells you what she needs in order to do her job, listen to
7: her.
5: There wasn't much politics from the stage last night. I mean, I think RuPaul plugged vote.gov. That was about it, I think. But No, she, I don't
7: think... Did anyone say Donald Trump's name? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. I heard it once. Mm-mm. Which I think we were okay with. <laughs> but but Michelle Williams took
5: her moment to, uh, you know, to address that issue that she is, like I said, it's, it's kind of been her thing for the last couple of years. And it, obviously it went over very well in the room as it should have, right?
7: Oh, yeah. I mean, the, ever since it came out that she was paid way less than Mark Wahlberg on that uh, movie All the Money in the World...
9: Mm-hmm.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: <clears throat> she has been a champion for this cause. And she clearly came to the stage with that in mind in advance and nailed it.
8: I thought it was cool, too, the Patricia Arquette speech, uh, which dealt with transgender rights for her sister. Uh, that was kind of a great moment, too,
7: I thought. Absolutely. Very emotional. Mm-hmm.
5: And still getting work at 50, she pointed out, because a lot of people, you know, The best don't.
6: scripts of her life
8: She could have been 50. nominated twice. She could have been up for Escape from Dannemora as
7: well. She right. was. I actually thought she would win for Dannemora and not for the act, which mm-hmm. um, yeah. was surprising that she didn't.
5: There's one more speech I want to play a clip of, and it's Alex Borstein, who we love so much on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. By the way, is that a show that uh, has gotten some traction now that it's had a, a couple of seasons of big award wins?
7: Oh, yeah. I mean, people thought that that was going to win comedy series. Beat mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And uh, and <laughs> does anyone? Seen... Wa- I mean, this is not a diss to it,
8: but does
6: anyone watch it? Bean does. ah uh, I love it. I've
8: never seen it. I just it's don't. It's phenomenal.
6: Nev- I watched the first season, few, and I just, I couldn't get into it. It's, it's not, not for, for me. me.
7: It's not for me, yeah. but I acknowledge why. People love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Amazon does not release viewership mm-hmm. statistics, right. so we have no idea who is watching. And you know, with Amazon, most people subscribe for the Prime sure. shipping, yeah, and then shipping, get yeah. you get the video service with that. So yeah. we don't even know how many people are watching video service, on Amazon. Yeah. But um, Emmy voters certainly are watching. It yeah. Yeah, they are. And
5: yep. Rachel Brosnahan is a star too, just like Phoebe Waller-Bridge I mean, you you Aww. just look at her and she's a star.
7: Oh, I think she's great. Well, she's
8: great. I just don't think she's Phoebe. I mean, I, I think we have a star well, for the decades
7: with Yeah, decades. I mean, Phoebe writes and produces and, right. you know, is yeah. sort of the, the entire package and also is hilarious when she acts. Yeah.
5: Let me play some of Alex's speech because uh, she made a very difficult transition. She was talking about how she's not wearing any panties <laughs> and that they were going to have to steam clean the or maybe th- throw she, away the she chair. She didn't
6: wear a bra last year and people right. lost their minds.
5: And then she transitions <laughs> from that in what must be the most awkward transition ever, but she pulls it off into this story.
4: To
2: my grandmother, uh, Najee, they are immigrants. They are Holocaust survivors. My grandmother turned to a guard. She was in line to be shot into a And she said, What happens if I step out of line? And he said, I don't have the heart to shoot you, but somebody will. And she stepped out of line. And for that, I am here. And for that, my children are here. So step out of line, ladies. I mean, you (laughs) should get an Emmy for being able
5: to tell a Holocaust story after the panty joke. And she (laughs) She
8: did a whole, I was like
5: eight seconds. And she told
8: a whole
7: emotional story (laughs) in it. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely a first. It
5: was very, very touching. All right, we're almost out of time here, Matt. What kind of uh, coverage do you have up at THR.com today?
7: Today, Emmy's Palooza. We've got everything about the show. The ratings are about to come out. We'll see if anyone actually tuned into this thing last night. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got all the red carpet stuff, you know, who shined on the red carpet. We didn't even talk about Billy Porter and Pose. Oh, um, yeah. So we got a total, we got a breakdown of those outfits, and we've got an analysis of the show and everything you'd want to see.
8: What's the coolest thing you saw at the parties?
7: Um, I think Jarrell Jerome on the on the dance, dance floor. floor at Netflix. Just the, the the craziness going on on the dance floor with the when they see us people. All right. Oh, they had to be
5: happy. All right, Matt. Uh, great uh, work as always. We'll be following you uh, on Twitter at thr Matt Bellity. The website is thr dot com. Have a good week, my friend. We'll see you again.
0: Thanks a lot. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
5: I don't know if there's a, a female equivalent to this alley, but the phone topic in the eight o'clock hour is going to be: What lengths did you go to to see boobs when you were a kid?
4: Big ones, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> maybe.
5: Um, Jensen made a uh, a stunning admission on the show last week. It
8: was really in passing. I didn't quite think it would stick out as much <laughs> as it did.
5: Omar had his own story about what he, the lakes he used to go to, mm. how far he had to ride his bike to see pictures of boobs. So we're going to be taking your calls coming up after eight o'clock. First, though, speaking of phones, I understand you want us to use them right now for what's happening.
6: I sure do, because what do I have for you? Oh, just access for two into the K-Rock advanced screening of Joker at the Arclight Hollywood on October 1st. You guys, Joker is coming out October 4th. In theaters October 4th, you are seeing it at the Arclight on October 1st. Don't tell
5: Anybody? There there he is.
6: That's Joaquin Phoenix right there. That is not not Joaquin Phoenix at all, actually. Sounds scary. So, you want to go? I mean, who wouldn't want to go? Well, not only is one person going to win, but two, (gasps) three, (gasps) four, five winners right now. Give a call. 1-800-520-1067. And let's take callers... 20 through 24 And you are going to get access for two Into the K-Rock advanced screening of Joker At the Arclight Hollywood on October 1st
5: Now obviously I haven't seen the movie yet That's what this screening is all about But uh, I hope this scene is in it I want them to know
0: death is coming And there's nothing they can do about it. I mean, Joaquin is um, at the top of the game. He sounds great. As far that's, as I'm concerned, uh, that's
6: not that's not him either. Oh, really? Uh-uh. Sounds like okay. Yeah, I'm confused. yeah. That was uh, Jigsaw slash Rambo done by our boy Kevin Ryder. <laughs> I can't wait. This is what
8: I, I pulled this from the trailer. Mm-hmm. You
5: know what time it is?
6: Again, that is uh, not him. That is Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit.
5: He sounds how, scary. How yeah. about when he gets when the Joker gets confronted on the subway and he uh-huh. says, "Not
11: only will I not get mixed up." in this thing I'm extremely disinterested in the whole thing
4: I mean that,
6: that sounds is, like I a mean, seed dramatic I, is that Ed Wynn
9: That is Ed my <laughs>
6: god what is happening
4: here <laughs> also, what about there, well, oh. there
6: is a sex scene uh-huh. oh. in Joker okay
8: and he, it's, it's he's in the face makeup right oh weird you don't and, want
6: that on your pillow well
8: and then he looks at it.
6: <laughs> are you Bean? deflating again are you deflating <laughs> what is
5: that I don't know what you're talking about. He's making us crazy. Wait, you're kidding. You don't I don't hear, hear anything. Yourself? No. It's
6: you doing it.
5: I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's, it's coming not. from somewhere else in the it's room. It's coming
6: from your mouth hole.
5: It's coming from inside the house. It doesn't mean it's coming from my mouth hole. You
6: just went, ah! ah. <laughs> That's what literally happened, <laughs> Bean. What the F is
5: going on? I don't know. We may have to pull the tape so I can hear Yeah, we gotta pull the tape.
8: Uh, anyway, there's a, there's a sex scene. This is Walking <laughs> Fan. Would you let me lick you everywhere?
9: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's not him either. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not
8: not me. What are you talking
6: about? It. It's not me. God, yeah. I
4: didn't hear anything.
6: God, You're <laughs> such a weirdo, Bean.
4: Am I a cuck? <laughs> you're a cuck. That's the wrong term.
6: Guys, summer is over. <laughs> <laughs> very similar. Very similar. It's time to start thinking about your holiday travel plans. Yes, I, it is. A new report from AAA says Thanksgiving and Christmas travelers should start searching for flights as soon as this Wednesday, September 25th. That's in order to get the best airfare prices. They, it's also
5: three quarters Christmas.
6: Good times. They say that that date marks the beginning of the month long period when flights are cheapest for travel in November and December. For Thanksgiving 2019, you can save some money by choosing to travel on the Monday before Thanksgiving. So that's November 25th or on Thanksgiving Day itself, November 28th. That's the move. To fly somewhere on Thanksgiving. It's the move. Yeah. Uh, Flight uh, prices tend to be higher on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And as for Christmas, the best day to fly in terms of price and crowds is Christmas Eve, December 24th. While the worst day is the day after Christmas, December 26th.
5: This is uh, good. This is good information. Thank you, Allie.
6: You're so welcome, Bean.
9: (laughs) Isn't that creepy? (laughs) It is. It really is.
6: And uh, in studies that we really didn't need to happen, I like this one. Uh, You've likely heard about the blue light um, emitted by your phone and other electronic devices uh, with screens can make it harder to fall asleep at night. Like so much Mm. so that they started selling those little like blue light blocker glasses and stuff. (laughs) Well, now Oxford University researchers say, yeah, it's not not the light. It's just you guys being on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) This was an actual study. They're like, yeah, it's not the light that's making it harder for you to sleep. It's that you won't get off your phone because you're just looking at apps. Mm. Why do you hang up, sir?
9: <laughs>
6: <laughs> they say also keeping your phone on dark mode or using a screen filter really not helping anything either. Just you need to unplug earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to sleep better. So, there you go, guys. Oxford University. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, let's end this. Some birthdays for you. Samina, Shumane Dupree, Anthony Mackie, Bruce Springsteen, and Jason Alexander.
5: (laughs) That's what's happening.
0: It's Kevin and Rock K R O Q. All
5: right. uh, Jensen, refresh my memory. It wasn't because we had Jerry Springer on the show recently, but somehow Jerry came up, right?
8: Yeah, I don't know what we. I think we were talking about the idea that when people would ask questions on Jerry Springer, yes, they would stand up and say, "I don't have a question, but what do you think of these?" And then they would pull up their top, and Jerry Springer or a producer would throw them beats, mm-hmm. and That's it ha- and it was like amazing. A tra- it was yeah. a tradition.
6: Yeah, it it was so popular that I brought it up because a friend of mine, if there's ever q and A Q&A for anything, a TV show, an insurance thing, anything, he'll literally be like. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I'm like, don't do it. I don't Um, have a question, but what do you think of these? And
8: that opened up the admission that I, at one time in my life, purchased the Jerry Springer uncensored DVD.
5: Okay, now, before we get to that, I have to ask Mm -hmm. on the rerun, the 27 years of reruns of Jerry's show, does that still occasionally pop up or do you think they edit that out for the replay? Oh, I think it's oh, still, it's still a, it
8: happening shows now. up. Yeah.
5: Oh, I gotta start I gotta start taping Jerry then. <laughs> I gotta start taping. every single day I gotta start taping Jerry. I gotta see that. <laughs>
4: Because uh, I I don't I don't know how I didn't see that. Oh,
6: it was it my p- favorite part of the show. It was
8: pixelated or they would cut away. Yeah, they'd
6: cut away and just show the audience like
8: Yeah pooh. and I just couldn't stand the idea that I wasn't seeing it. <laughs> yeah.
5: All right. Uh, so was it uh, something they advertised during Jerry Springer's show? They say for Jerry Springer Run censored, I, send us fourteen ninety five.
8: I remember so vividly when I ordered it. It was my friend John and I were, were roommates in college and we <gasps> were next to each You we, were like, in
4: college? I was in college
8: college.
4: Jackson. And we were we were
8: we had those like we were both I elevated you beds. No, 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 no.
9: Had, <laughs> I,
5: I was trying to figure out how you're going to get it, get it mailed to your house cuz I assumed like Allie did that you were still living at home.
6: And no. I thought he'd have to steal his mom's credit card for this. He was in
9: college, being. No, it was ele- <laughs> <laughs>
8: there were elevated beds near each other like a couple feet away and we were watching TV and the commercial ran and it was like do you want to see what you can't see on Jerry Springer and it did a full ad And then it said, call 1 800. And it gave the number. And then a couple seconds passed. And you just heard my phone go, "Eh," pick it up and just start dialing. I was so excited. 1 800 Jensen's a dork. (laughs) I couldn't buy it quick enough. But wait, weren't there girls at your college? I mean, sure. They were, yes. But they
5: weren't showing you anything. Not yet. Okay, gotcha, understood. All right, so you order the DVD, mm-hmm. and is it just a, is it just a hypercut of just one audience member after another, or is there other stuff on the on the disc? Well,
8: there's fights, and there's you know things that normally you'd see, and they show longer cuts, or they like stuck on the fight longer. But yeah, obviously, a large part of it was that I, there was boobs on it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> but not yeah. even. I mean, look, look, uh, you were a little older than most to be that excited over seeing boobs, but. Now, It's not in a sexy context, though. I mean, it it was kind of sexy.
8: People flashing. But
5: what I'm saying is... Like Mardi Gras, dude. But can you use that, I guess, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, This seems personal. Hey, folks. Yeah, you can. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. All right. So that's the extraordinary lengths that Jensen went to to see boobs. Yeah. And and also,
8: I was such like a goody two-shoes, really, that Mm -hmm. like that was like, ooh.
4: You <laughs> just did a weird shimmy. <laughs> I
9: was so like, proud yeah. Of
5: yourself."
4: Yeah, I was like, "I'm getting the boobs." And look at you now, all
5: grown up. You you have a wife. you made a kid. I mean, I, you, yeah. it's things have gone your way. I it, guess probably because of that DVD, it helped me grow up. Might have been. All right. So one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven we want to talk about the lengths that you went to as a young man to see boobs
4: uh omar yeah you had a you had a story for us yeah i don't i was trying to remember who took me to this uh part of the library in junior high mm-hmm. and they had a full collection of national geographics yeah okay uh-huh. and he's all like, dude you got to come here and check this out and you open it up, and there's boobies, like sure. African boobies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was it was the best thing ever. So from time to time, I would tell other friends, "Hey, you guys, come here. Check this out. You want to see a dead body? No. <laughs> I'm screaming. And, and I would see African boobies, and it was like the best.
8: Yeah. My yeah. parents had an art book similar really? on yeah. the kitchen table yeah. and, or in the coffee table, and I ima- and I finally looked through it one day, and I was like, oh, I should have looked
4: through this much earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like like wow. women don't understand like. The magic of boobies mm-hmm. to like young kids—it's it, amazing. It's it, like I was just like, "Wow!" Yeah, it's the best.
5: Now you it's... become you become obsessed with seeing boobs.
4: Uh, totally, that's obsessed. all. Obsessed until I saw my mom's boob. Then I was, like, turned off by boobs for, oh, for, for, like, a couple of weeks. Wow. That did happen. <laughs> um,
5: did you have trouble? This may sound like a dumb question, but after years of going to the library for National Geographic, mm-hmm. did you have trouble the first time you saw white boobs? Was that tough for you?
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's no, like, no, what is, he? I got over it really quickly. <laughs> All right. Let's take one
5: call before the break. 1-800-520-1067. The extraordinary lengths you went to to see boobs as a young man. Alex Puente. Good morning. You're on the air
4: hey what's up guys how you doing great all right so um when i was little i was maybe about seven eight years old what i would do is i figured out that um you know the spice channel and the playboy channel when you would change it to channel two instead of channel three you could see the all the porn going on in the background it was a little swervy but you know you could see what they were doing so like
8: every once in a while out of this static and distortion you would see like a boob and get thrilled well, it
4: wasn't just a boob; like it was like you know you kind of got to focus a little bit, but mm. it was very clear that it was a couple of nurses it's like, it's having weird fun. Weird 3D paintings; you got to focus. <laughs> I see a sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> you got to. Hey, go. but it was it, it was it was the best, I man, because it was like the hardcore stuff, Whoa. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was but like two have... nurses. I remember two nurses <laughs> oh, okay. in
9: particular. Go
4: on. You know, with but... the with the high heels
6: and right. just getting.
4: You need, and I need. Of
6: penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see that
5: one? Guys, they were breaking each other off, is
4: what they were doing. And he barely saw it. It was <laughs> I, I just see. I just see
5: Alex just sitting you know, there, like squinting at the TV, going, Yeah, I can kind of make it out. Moving the antenna back and forth. Oh, <laughs> uh, Alex, you're the
0: best. You Go know. Raiders,
5: man. Thank you so much for the call. 1 800 520 1067. Your
0: calls are next on K Rock.
11: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
5: Kids can get pretty imaginative when it Mm -hmm. comes to seeing naked girls. Uh, We're talking about the lengths you went to to see boobs. Uh, Nizar, you hang on, and Rick and Yvonne. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Yvonne has to say. But first, let's go to Brian ahead of some Green Day. Brian's in Lake Forest, and he joins us on the Kevin Mitchell Show. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. How you guys
4: doing? Great. What's going on? Awesome. So when I was uh, in fourth grade, uh, there were these big movie containers on our campus. And right between them and the outside fence, about two feet tall, we heard there were some boobs. So my friends and I went back there, and there was a spray-painted, two steps above a six-figure <laughs> set of boobs. Big dots with little dots in between. <laughs> right, and we had no idea what they were. We're in fourth grade. But all I knew is my older brothers were telling me, like, boobs are amazing. You need to go see some chests. <laughs> and so I walked out of that little space. I walked in there, baby. I walked out of there man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, good Lord.
5: Uh, Ryan, yeah. that is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. I mean, I guess you could draw your own boobs if you were really, really desperate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All it right, man. You draw your no. own, but somebody else do for Win your tickets to see that band along with Weezer and Fall Out Boy in about a half an hour or so right here on the Kevin and Bean Show. It's the Hella Mega Tour brought to you by K-Rock. You know, uh, we were talking about that story last week about the guy who used Google Earth to find a missing person remember Mm -hmm. found a car in a in a ditch Mm -hmm. uh and i suggested one good use for google earth is to see girls in bikinis around the pool Stupid, (laughs) which is kind of what we're talking about here is you know you really go out of your way to see them boobs gotta see them boobs and we're taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067 nizar is joining us on line three he is in anaheim hills i apologize in advance if i screwed up your name nizar how are you
4: Party people, it's Nazar, it's all good. Nazar, what's happening? What's your story? Well, 30-some years ago, growing up in Lebanon, you know, not much access to <clears throat> boobs.
9: Mm-hmm.
4: My dad used to have these whiskey glasses with ladies on them in bikinis. Mm-hmm. As, as he puts ice and whiskey, they'll slowly undress.
9: <laughs> <Yeah>. so, no! <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hey, Nizar, do you remember those pens that they used to have where you would flip them and then the ink would would go down and then... Oh, totally. Like their tops would come off? Yes. Boobs.
9: So did you steal these glasses?
4: Yeah, I would sneak in, grab the glasses, put them in the freezer, wait, you know, set my claws, five minutes. (laughs) And this is when Bush was in, too, so... You know. Oh. Cool. oh, when he was president? Oh, when yeah. he was president. That's no, no, no made, he meant right. when the band was hot. He meant oh, when the band it. was kind Yes, Got the it. band. Right. <laughs> and, and you and you said uh clock, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> said, uh, clock. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay. He was shocked. yeah, he was <laughs> set his oh.
5: clock. Okay, his very clock. good. <laughs> very good. Understood. Thank you, uh Nazar. We appreciate the call. Let's go to Rick. He's up, <laughs> up next line for Mission Viejo on the Kevin B show. Now, Rick, it sounds to me like you're you're not even talking about photos or drawings. You're talking about real life girls?
4: Oh yeah, we were looking for um, live shots, and so me and my friend Kevin, we'd be down at the beach, um, Balboa Island, walk around on the seawall with squirt guns filled with ice water,
8: and look for girls that had their tops laying on their chest, Mm. and looking for girls that had
4: their tops undone, and we'd spray them with the ice water, and they would get up, and whoa, live show. Seems uncool. Seems kind of bad. <laughs> I mean, I... I hey, when just, hey, when you're
6: 10,
8: yeah. it, it was it was fun. 10, you get away with. 10 <laughs> You're, right, you're yeah. so young, it's like
6: they don't yeah, even he know... Yeah, wasn't it. in college, Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you freaking nerd.
5: <laughs> I mean, I, I was 40 the last time I did that, but thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Rick. I right, was let's go in to, water. Let's go to, oh. Come on, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Dean in Chino up next to the Kevin Beach Show. What's going on, man? Hi, when my
8: uh, friends and I were in high school, uh, we'd go to the mall to like where the Sanrio was, and there was like a uh, girls' school that was close by, and uh, where we would go to the top floor and
4: look down and do a lot of down blouse. Oh, Dean.
9: <laughs> you made this crush
4: <laughs> You did, you made it creepy. <laughs> don't be, don't be pervert
5: on teenage girls. Well, he was a teenager He was then. a teenager. He's not uh, now. You we, we were All in high right. school. Okay, all right. I, then I'll allow it. Thank you for the call. Uh, Edwin writes in, uh, I used to look at the bra section of the Sears catalog. Tell, tell the kids to Google catalog, and while they're at it, have them Google Sears.
0: <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show on Rock.
5: If you go to Radio.com, which is where you should be for streaming the Kevin and Bean show or getting the Kevin and Bean podcast, why don't you stick around a little bit and search Swings on the Radio.com app, and you will find a very fun show called Swings and Misses. Jen Sturger and Cody Decker in-city with us now on the Kevin and Bean show. i Hey, what's guys, going on, guys?
14: I was huh? like, please don't forget the and misses part. You're going to find some really weird programming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice.
9: Thank Although,
5: good radio. How uh, how was your weekend? How was uh, how was your football viewing this weekend?
14: It was pretty good. I was I was home this weekend. Cody was in El Paso, so he was catching it in between his workouts and all of his responsibilities there. But. Uh... Yeah, got it all in. Cody, why do you
5: have to go to El Paso to work out? You know, we've got gyms here. (laughs) (laughs) A a long way to go just to not run into anyone you know at the gym. Yeah, the gyms here suck. People are awful at these
12: gyms. They leave the weights all over the place. I can't really get my workouts in. It's everybody staring at themselves in the mirror. El Paso, no one cares. All right.
5: 1,500 miles. Let's, uh, sh- let's start with our uh, 3-0 and Los Angeles Rams. They're still the team they were last year. Feeling pretty good about the win over the Browns?
14: Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Um, I don't think that people are giving the Rams defense as much credit as they deserve, though, because that's what's really been keeping them in the game. Um, they've really been a slow-starting team as far as offense goes, despite Sean McVay having this offensive mind. Um, I just think that the defense has really been what's been shining this whole season so far.
5: In general, defenses don't get enough credit, I think. In general, because people, especially the casual football uh, uh, fan, they just like seeing scoring. They just want to see the quarterback throw the ball a long way.
12: Yeah, but you got got the Rams who literally have not been scoring in the first half, and it's been putting a lot of pressure on their own defense. I'm afraid that if you go against another dynamic offense like they did last Super Bowl— If they're going to run into some troubles because they're not scoring early and their defense is really carrying the weight of half the game. It's
14: like they have to wake up. They have to learn how to wake up early, just like I do, to come in here in the morning.
8: (laughs) (laughs) You do show
12: up better than they do. Uh,
8: The Browns, when does the heat start to hit them? Like, when does a 1-2 and record start to look
5: terrible? Because they're supposed to be great team this year, yeah.
14: I think we all bought into that hype a little early. I I knew. Oh yeah, I always I knew do.
12: I always knew they're Cleveland. They're not gonna win.
14: <laughs> no, I mean their own fans were already starting to boo them yeah. after the game. And so I think I think the heat is already on. It's just at a mm. simmer right now as far as it goes.
5: Sure. That's a that's a tough lot in life to be a Browns fan for life, isn't it? I mean oh, it's uh, a tough way to go. It's
8: only second to my clipperdom, so oh. <laughs> you're a clippers fan? Diehard, you're the one. And explain <laughs> explain the lot. magic hat. Then. Yeah. Well, I'm an NBA fan because for a long time you couldn't even buy Clippers merchandise. That was how bad it was. In oh, Los you Angeles. still have
14: to hunt for it in the clearance bins here. Now,
8: we'll, we'll change that in 25 years. We'll see.
5: Before we get to uh, Antonio Brown, because that was the big talking point of the weekend. Let's also mention the uh, Chargers, who, by the way, I feel like should have won that game, except for a uh, except for you know falling apart and having that one bad quarter. Am I wrong?
12: I mean, you could say that about the last two weeks. It's like every every single week the Chargers are stuck with no timeouts and one last drive that Phillip Rivers has to do in 45 seconds. Right. This is a, just an ongoing problem every single week.
14: It's so funny though because like they had a good thing going with their run game in the first half of the game and then it was like, oh, we wanted to switch things up because we thought we could take advantage of their secondary and it's like why Why change something if it's working, you know? Have that backup plan in place, but to totally switch the game plan in the middle of the game when it was working for you, I think that's where they, they messed up. Except yeah. bolo ties. He's got to stop wearing the bolo <laughs> ties, right? Let's change that We up. all do. Yeah.
12: I'm a big believer in his bolo tie. I no, think you should you be wearing more bolo
6: ties. You cannot possibly like a bolo tie.
5: <laughs> no, I don't, but
6: I don't like Philip Rivers either. Okay.
5: So. All right. Keeps Um, the bolos. Antonio Brown has been fired from three teams in a month, right? Do I have that right? Mm -hmm. What happens now? Does anyone owe him money or is it just, hey, let's shake hands and walk away?
12: Well, you hear the word guaranteed contract usually means guaranteed, but apparently, you know, every single owner has really figured out a good way to wiggle room their way out of the guaranteed money. Um, you know, the, the 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 Patriots had something in their contract—a clause basically that they can't he can't embarrass the organization. So they were able to get him out of there right right away. And I don't know the well, guaranteed not just money. That, is but the
14: guarant the, the, with the guaranteed money, he had to disclose any reason that he wouldn't be able to play. And ah. uh, this is definitely a reason. But latest- he didn't
12: know that because he's stupid,
14: right? Mm. Reading is hard. Yeah, but the bigger the, is hard.
8: the bigger problem to me too is like I, I he clearly is uh, a doofus face but he's saying the right term. That's the right- technical term. Technical well, term. I <laughs> didn't want to be cursing here.
9: Really, uh, I went with uh,
8: Garbage previous. person, garbage let's person just say is fine. Yes. But he is saying points that I like. He's explaining that Rothelsberger and Kraft, the irony in the fact that Kraft thinks he's, like, the worst person in the world for an accusation, like, these things do ring true to me. I just wish it wasn't from that garbage person. Yeah, right. you're like,
14: okay, I appreciate you pointing out the hypocrisy as far yeah. as with all of the stuff Kraft had going on off the field, but at the same time, you're like... Yeah, it's coming from you. You're the worst. Kind of a yeah, yeah. unreliable narrator at this point. And, and,
12: and not to defend Bob Kraft, but solicit comparing solicitation to two sexual assaults and uh Intimidating a witness; those are three really, really, sure. really I, bad. Charges. I think
8: his argument was just accusations. Yeah. I think yeah. he he's saying it didn't happen. We don't know if it did, obviously, but he's saying their their accusations. Well, same it's a as bad
14: his. look when you put the woman that text. you're that exactly the text yeah. messages on a text a group text. Very yes. damning.
5: Yes, very damning.
8: But why did farted he... in that doctor's
5: face? He did uh, fart mm-hmm. in the doctor's mm-hmm. face, right? Who why did, Why did Antonio Brown quit though on the Friday or the Saturday, whatever day it was, when he was due the nine million dollars on the Monday? He already knew he wasn't getting it, right?
14: He didn't quit. He got fired. Okay. Yeah, he got fired on his day off. It literally thing. says he got fired on a Friday. Yeah.
9: Okay. Uh, and it,
14: let's be honest,
6: regardless if there is guaranteed money or not, Kraft will keep that yeah. in the courts until he dies. He's got the money. He Just, will oh, not yeah. spend
12: one penny no. until he is forced at gunpoint. 100%. Point.
5: Yeah. yeah. Uh, one final note with uh, with you guys, and Jensen actually brought this point up earlier. Are we starting to see a transition from the old guard to the new guard with all of these very impressive quarterbacks in the NFL right now with Kyle Allen, with Daniel Jones, with uh, 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 Mason Rudolph? I mean, this is the new class and they look good, right? They look really
12: good. I watched that Giants game from beginning to end. Daniel Jones, he's awesome, looked incredible. Yeah.
8: I Why did it away.
14: have to be against my box? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, had, he had
8: a
12: game I don't know if Eli Manning's ever had in a regular season. It was unreal. He came in. He looked extraordinarily poised. And, you know, not only that, he could run. Yeah. That's something the Giants haven't had in a quarterback ever. Yeah. Well, let's be
14: yeah. clear. Like, <laughs> Daniel Jones and Eli Manning, like, they look like that Spider-Man meme, like, where they're just pointing at each other. Because, like, you would assume that they're the same person <laughs> they look, they
9: without look their
14: helmets on either.
9: They do look
4: alike. Yeah. They do look alike. <laughs> Well,
5: the show starts at 10 a.m. West Coast time. You can listen to it on the Radio.com app. It's called Swings and Misses. Jan and Cody, we love talking to you guys. I know you're going to be doing a lot of NFL today. I know you got baseball thoughts. And uh, WWE Smackdown is coming to L.A. next week. Yeah, so it is. So I bet you guys are pretty jacked about that as well. Oh, radio.com, we'll <laughs> 10 to 1. Uh, please enjoy. Guys, thanks so much for coming by. We'll see you next Monday.
14: Thanks so much. Thanks for having
0: us. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
5: Patrick Warburton. Yay! Yay.
9: That
0: child loves sir. You. <laughs> yeah,
5: um, I know this is super, super dumb, and forgive me if I've said this before, but you know you and I are uh, birthday buddies, Patrick. That's have right. I, have I ever mentioned that before? Yes. You and me and Travis Barker and Mimi Eisenhower, the big four? Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, and also... Um, Prince, Prince Charles. Charles Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, Prince Charles the stuff one,
5: <laughs> Whose whole life has been waiting around for his mother to die. I mean, that is what he wakes up every yes. single day and prays for, which has got to be a weird way to live. I,
1: know, I think. but he does get to wake up and look at Camilla every day. that's Well, special. sure. How have you been, my
5: friend? Well, have a long face. <laughs>
1: You've been all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, still family guy in it up still family going it up uh the wife and I did still a lot of traveling this last year I was I I wrapped up um this Netflix series about a year ago, and then took a year off. So we went to Africa for three weeks. Ooh, oh, wow. we went over there with World Vision, and then we went on a safari, and then we went to Peru with my sister and brother in law, and then we went to Alaska, and we did a trip to London, and we did a trip to Ireland. True. Really,
8: where in the world was Carmen San Diego gig? A lot of a lot of places. What are you running yeah. from, Patrick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? No,
1: <laughs> this is the thing. Well, uh, two of uh, our bo- our boys have gone on semesters at sea. Mm -hmm. You know, which is an awesome program. Well, they went all around the world. So, you know, and uh, I said, we have some catching up to do. So So you
6: wouldn't, you didn't want them showing you up, essentially.
1: Okay. Well, they still been to Asia and we still have not been to Asia. So that's next on our list. But, um, uh, but, uh, I thought, you know, geez, you know, life's short i could cro- yeah. i could croak next week you wow, know this is a- let's do some <laughs> travel. let's down. do a little <laughs> traveling <Yeah.
5: laughs> got dark no i agree if you have the if you have the opportunity to travel see the world i think that is great advice it really does change your perspective on things in america so i, I think it's uh, it's well worth doing it uh well congratulations that's super fun um the netflix show was that the lemony stick is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah that was a okay of- those are my wife loves those so much yeah. I won't watch him. Not for me. But I, she loves him.
8: I, I mean, have <laughs> a That's a very bean, a a compliment. Uh, do, when yeah. you go to these other countries, do they know Seinfeld and stuff? Do they recognize you from your work?
1: Oh, I was in the Congo, and they would not leave me alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now they... I think I just look strange, because I'm definitely an out-of-towner yeah, when I'm tall, in the Congo. Right? That's probably yeah. it. Uh, no. Okay. They, no.
8: Because it seems yeah. like that is the most, yeah. you know, especially with all this streaming talk now, it's like, I think everyone is getting it at some point soon, so get ready for your tours to change. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Netflix is, uh, but Netflix is, uh, it's so far-reaching now, yeah. and um um uh, well, so I get, they just bought Seinfeld. So Seinfeld will be on Netflix now. Yeah. But with streaming and everything, everybody ends up seeing everything yeah. everywhere now. And yeah, so. mm-hmm. that's
5: a show. I mean, you. I mean, you have so much in your career to be proud of. But I mean, that's a show that you know people will still be watching in fifty years. You know, which has got to
1: feel great. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, that show's got some legs. It's in perpetual syndication.
5: <laughs> <assimilation. laughs> uh, speaking of shows, you see them all the time on TV and in the movies, but how often do you get a chance to see Patrick Warburton on stage as he is going to be this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, at the Improv in Oxnard? This is a very special event. I know you've done this in Southern California before. Uh, Letters from a Nut is what you and our own Allie McKay yes. are going to be what? reading. Yes.
6: Oh, my Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> For folks who don't know the, hilarious...
6: the gebaut-
5: <laughs> yeah, no, they they got time. Gotta, gotta, we gotta moving. get to it, mm-hmm. Patrick. For folks who don't know the hilarious books, tell us about Letters from a
1: Well, Barry Martyr is uh, speaking of Seinfeld. Barry Martyr is uh, Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> producing partner, so he uh, his pen name is Ted L Nancy, and he's been punking corporate America for a couple of decades now. And there's nine best selling books, and um, you know Jerry wrote all the. Uh, it forwards on these, so for years people speculated that Jerry was Ted. Yeah, see, I remember. Not. I remember
5: that controversy at the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, but Barry and Jerry produce. Uh, yeah, comedians and cars getting coffee together. They're they're all. Coaching partners and friends, and so these are uh, his uh, letters that we're uh, we we're, we're going to be doing on stage, and uh, they're really funny. And, and he
8: would basically write letters to corporations asking for ridiculous things or with crazy complaints.
9: right? Yes, yeah.
1: Well, like you write Coca, the Coca Cola Company and go um, to you know whom it may concern. I have a product, doke and I just want to make sure that there's no uh, conflict with your product, uh, Diet Coke. They don't taste the same. People say mine tastes more like Pepsi, but uh, I sell it to. Uh, Celtic construction workers who like it a lot. How much caramel are you using? You know, they'll write back two page legal, like it. you have to cease and desist. And then he'll write back and he goes, I'm so sorry. That was uh, dumb. I've got my 11 cans and my $700, and they're back in my room.
6: <laughs> it's, and it's so funny because some of these companies, obviously, Diet Coke responded a little differently with a little cease and desist kind of action. Yes. But some companies, like a fork company, Thank you so much. Like the most earnest. Well, sure, because that's the first back. thank
1: you they've ever got. Yeah. yeah
6: and I went and I, I actually talked to the people on the front line of the fork making, and I thanked them for <laughs> yeah. you. It is some of the sweetest things, but then some of the funniest things too. Yeah. He really got some people.
1: Oh sure. Yeah. like he'll write to Holiday Inn Express you're my favorite hotel I'm going to be staying at your residence in such and such Illinois Uh, I have a request I need to bring my uh, own ice maker and
13: they'll, they'll write
1: back and they'll go no we have ice on the seventh floor and then Right back. I know I can't leave my room so I, I bring it and he goes but I've checked and there's three inches of clearance in your elevator <laughs> I can get it by reception and then he goes as far as talking about the different swaths of carpet he's got just in case he wrecks some of the carpet he can match the carpet right there <laughs> by reception
6: so much time on his hands but yes. thank god thank god some he, of produced, the he produced
8: books. Seinfeld and he had he time
5: just, to do all these yeah. things <laughs> um, Patrick w- w- so how did it go from the page to the stage was this your idea just something you just thought oh man this is too funny for because for, you know reading is for losers, we got to make sure everybody yeah. has access to this.
1: <laughs> um, no, uh, 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 my buddy John Walkie, he was uh, he works over on the Kimmel show, and they he crossed paths with Barry and they talked about this and then approached me about doing it. Yeah, because so, Barry
6: had and, shows like sold out shows at the Geffen
1: uh-huh, doing right.
6: this, and yeah. then he had the representative uh, reading it, yes, and then how great to have Patrick Warburton be able to go to different clubs and do it on stage.
1: Well, I hope so. <laughs> uh,
6: we'll see Saturday. It's fun. Friday but, and Saturday. Yeah,
1: Friday and Saturday. No, it's it's really fun, yeah. We, who turned
5: we, you down before you got to Allie? I think right. is the question I we're mean, all
1: thinking. My question, hurtful, right? but who? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, but Allie was at the top of the heap there. Whoa! Oh, Patrick she our, Warburton. She was our first go.
4: Hmm. Exciting.
6: Sounds
8: like Jillian Barbary couldn't do it. <laughs> how
4: dare you? <laughs> <sighs> all right
5: so Allie,
6: These you and boys Pat- are mean really are. i can't wait to work with you friday yes. and saturday at levity live in oxnard tickets still available
1: there you go uh, yes
5: um, so <laughs> you so do you have it set up where you read uh, ted's letter and then Allie plays the company or you go back and forth yes yeah, so the- i
1: get to read ted's letters and then Allie that's okay. through the company's letters so you know ali's material is a little drier. You know, I have a little bit. I, it's, I have a little easier time because uh, the Ted letters are so stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, but the responses are great because the responses too are. Uh, you know that these people have bought a hook, line, sinker. Sometimes they might think, "All right, we're being tested by a quality." Uh, you know, or oh, something. like a, like yeah. a, like
8: a mole. Yes, yeah, like yeah. a mole. Yeah,
1: or um, this person's on the spectrum. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you know, when somebody writes the Good Cook Four copy and says, "I." just love my fork I uh, this is what I uh, use it to eat with I'll, I'll eat um, I eat sprinkle fish cantaloupe these are the things that um, I am eating. Um, I certainly like it more than my spoon. Are, do you have any more fork designs coming up? Are there going be more, more prongs?
9: But yeah, you know, I assume they get
8: them in the mail and they're like, we got one! Like, they're so excited to get yeah.
5: mail. It sounds great, Patrick. It yeah. really does. It sounds super, super fun. I, don't,
1: I wonder how Ali's going to ruin it. It's really fun. Really stupid.
6: Again, I am right here. Wow. <laughs> I can hear you. She
5: can hear you.
6: I, <laughs> Ali. Yeah, reading is not easy no. for me. Um, and for sure, everyone. that's the only thing I need to do. Good luck. Mag- make her do some
5: math Though seriously, Patrick, make her do some yeah. math. Um, is this your stage debut, Allie?
6: Uh, I mean,
5: <laughs> I mean, outside of
6: Broadway Cats. Oh, I thought you meant outside of like college, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was my just, way college? That was, that just was a stripper dancing. joke, it was the worst thing. Like, anyone would pay for that. You can still <clears throat> get
8: you can still get Jillian barbie I'll call her real quick. No, you this
6: will be my um, stage <laughs> debut. I mean, I've only been in one movie. And it was a Paul Feig movie for yeah. a role he wrote for me. Yeah. So okay. to have Patrick right. Warburton reach out and my only stage debut is from Patrick Warburton. I feel like I'm winning.
5: That's
4: high praise.
5: Yeah.
6: Yes.
1: I think so too. Thank you. Although and, Patrick uh, was uh, it's a little Cap- name dropping there. Paul did <laughs> it. <was>. Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> she did yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, Patrick was Captain <laughs> Dog in the Puppy Dog Pals. You don't see him bragging. All right. <laughs> He's the voice on the Soaring Over California thing, and
8: you don't see him talking about it. Ever. You did it again. You did that sound again. (laughs) You did the noise again. Did
6: you not realize you did that sound? Did you not
8: know you did it? I didn't hear anything. That's so, I mean, he's making Bean's me feel insane. They think I'm
6: deflating us, He's gaslighting us, thinking the, that we're the ones making up the he's, he's working in
1: helium sounds. as a side job, and he doesn't <laughs> want us to strange. know. That sounded a little emphysemic.
6: Yeah,
5: yes, he's sick. I, I, I got to go see a doctor. Patrick Warburton reads Letters <laughs> from a Nut, featuring Allie McKay, you guys. Yes, you guys got to yes. go. Two big shows Party this weekend people. Friday, 7.30, Saturday, 7 o'clock, uh, improv.com. You say it's Levity Live, is what it's called,
1: right? Yeah, it's tickets the Improv in yeah, in Oxnard, California there, yeah.
5: Tickets are available, just 40 bucks to see the show. It sounds so fun, 18 and up, and uh, just go to improv.com slash Oxnard to buy your tickets. Have fun, you guys, this weekend. Patrick, we'll see you soon.
0: Legacy. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
13: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? I don't like it when Omar is in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> I got it. And by the way, I have not launched this complaint yet,
5: Omar. What? I don't, have, I don't follow you on Instagram to see you posting photos of you with toilets.
4: Oh, but it's Omar with the toilet. So you get sexiness and the toilets. <laughs> me like. I,
5: I will say, and Ali, I hope you agree with me on this. Jensen, you too. Mm-hmm. Man, when Omar cleans up to do one of his weddings. Sexy as hell. He wow. looks
4: great. Thanks. Man, Thanks, I appreciate that. He wow. does. But I don't. But can you crop
5: out the toilets? No, the to- I, that's the only <laughs> reason I do you, it.
4: Why? Because I do- find to- that funny. It's either a toilet or a urinal. Yeah, <laughs> <This> dude, by <laughs> the way,
8: this dude, working three parties in a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That Super was busy.
4: DJMercon.com, people, if you guys need a wedding no, DJ. No one needed the plug. But... <laughs> DJMoneyBags.com uh-huh.
5: working three weddings. DJHotGuy.com. Yeah. Right?
4: <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, uh, keep on
5: listening. You're already about to 20 minutes away for your next chance to win the Hella Mega Tour tickets with Green Day Weezer Fallout Boy at Dodger Stadium. Got them for you all day today okay. and throughout the week. Just listen at the top of every hour. Ali, you ready to bring this one home?
6: I am. Oh, right now? Yes. Okay, got it. Uh, Bean, of course, was um, checking out them Aliens, so he didn't get a chance to see the only movie he's been talking about this year. Can't wait to see it. It's just going to be the best. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> he did not uh, get a chance to see Downton Abbey. Is that correct, <gasps> Bean?
5: I didn't get to go see it, but I want to so bad. It looks so good.
6: Well... It did really well at the box office. So much so that it came in number one. <gasps> you guys, it beat out number two, which was uh, the Brad Pitt movie, at Astra. And... Sylvester Stallone's Rambo: The Last Blood that came in third.
5: Brad Pitt is in a movie with Ed Asner.
6: It, no. Uh, it what's no, the
5: catch? No, no, It's called
6: Ed Asner. He's playing Ed. No, Asner. it's oh, Ad he's
4: playing Ed
8: Asner.
5: It's a biopic.
4: It's Ad Asner. It's weird casting to play it's Ed Ad, Ad
8: again, Asner. Again, but, but
4: I see not where him. it came from. I know
8: that they both act and they look a little alike.
6: What in what world?
8: In this, there is no
9: catch. There is no catch. Uh,
6: the catch is if you see. At Astra, it has nothing to do with Ed uh, Asner. That's
5: kind of a catch, Jensen. I'm concerned that you said that you tried Downton Abbey in the first season and it wasn't for you.
6: No, I didn't
8: say no, that. Said I said I liked it. it. I just oh. too much TV. Oh, okay. No, okay. I loved it. I just thought it was funny. There is a scene where they're like, uh, you know, because like, there's not a lot to grab onto in the show mm-hmm. if you if you don't know a lot about history, mm-hmm. you know, because it's kind of based in reality. But then at one scene, they'll be like, you know, he's not able to come here because he's going on a a big voyage at sea. And the other one will go, well, I hope he's okay. And the other one goes, I'll tell you, the Titanic is built to last or something. (laughs) And you're like, oh! Like you get real excited when you pick up on one thing.
6: And you've got to you, stop doing that
5: shimmy
8: when you get excited. It's
9: too much. For Ooh, to you know me what? I'm usually it.
5: not in
8: here
9: for yeah, that. It's yeah. very creepy. It's a, it's yeah. a lot.
5: Yeah. It's very a sexy. Lot. That uh that's he calls that how I get the kids in the van move. Oh, oh, but I'm
8: usually holding candy in both hands when I do
5: it. <laughs> now, Allie, what's uh what's your experience with uh, Dalton?
6: I don't get PBS. You do get yeah. PBS. No, I everybody don't. gets PBS.
5: It's
4: free. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I'm positive.
6: Well, listen, I don't, that, that network's always like, send money. It's the only thing that keeps us going. I'm well, like, stop begging. That's,
5: okay. True, so right? You true. you just are not into period pieces. It's a show set in the 1920s and upper class Britain is just not for you. Uh,
6: right? Says the girl that loves Peaky Blinders, which yes! also, completely also, in I completely said at the know same what her, time.
8: I don't know what her period has to do with this. Yeah, that's I gross. thought that was gross. Well, she's the only woman on the show, don't. Like single out that
5: way. What did I say?
6: He said
8: period piece. Oh, when he made gotcha. it about okay. menstruation.
6: And then he said wow. it's gross, which is what we're trying not to say about periods, Jen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't even say it.
5: Now I now I want Omar out of the studio right? and I want Jensen out of the studio. <laughs> Just you and me, Allie.
6: Oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't know why I never watched it, but everyone I know watches it and loves it. My friend couldn't wait to go see the movie on Friday night. He went to mm-hmm. the arc Light and said everyone was dressed up. Mm-hmm. It's like a little party down there.
5: You would be so in love with Mr. Carson, the head butler. You would be so in love with the Dowager Countess. I'm telling you, it's such a it's such a show for you. Okay. Although you have a pretty short attention span, so I don't know. I really
6: do, honestly. By the way, uh, don't want to bring up Peaky Blinders, but I have to. Uh, the season finale was last night on BBC, so it's going to come to America season five on October 4th. And I'll say this. <laughs> oh, you're in for something, guys. You're going to dig it. Guess who I found out uh, watches Peaky Blinder I mean, she's and still has been doing it. She's still very about quiet about it.
4: Yeah, I started watching. <gasps> yeah. and It's amazing. It's, it's like an amazing show. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so
9: good. It's so good. <laughs>
6: Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving along to a Taylor Swift story, Bean. Oh. Animal activists are taking credit for Taylor Swift's last-minute cancellation at the Melbourne Cup in Australia. So she was slated to perform two songs from her latest album, Lover, at Flemington Racecourse on November 5th. But less than two weeks after the performance was announced, she pulled out. She was citing scheduling program problems. Uh, she had changes to her Asian promo schedule. But... There was also... Are you okay up there? Yeah, what is
9: happening? You? Are you rebuilding this video right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he started off the show no. on a buoy. He just landed. Then he's he been
6: deflating, <laughs> yeah. like, for three hours. No, here's what
8: happened. Started on a buoy, uh-huh. got to a boat, okay. then flew up like a hot air okay. balloon, then deflated, right. and he just landed. <laughs> That's Good the evolution laughing. of the show.
6: And he'll claim <laughs> he doesn't hear any of it. One of one of the things was noises no. from your own mouth. He's gaslighting us.
5: I don't know what you're guys are talking about. All right. So, so Taylor uh, canceled. Go on. Yeah.
6: But here's the thing. The cancellation came after intense backlash from animal rights activists on social media that were saying, it's horse rating. Stop, stop supporting animal abuse. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I've got a scheduling problem. I got to pull out.
5: I wish they would stop having horse racing at horse racing tracks mm-hmm. instead Agreed. of not having concert at horse racing tracks. Agreed. Um, I, I I think it, I'm glad I'm glad that we're raising the awareness. I mean, look, there's a reason why dog racing is you know greyhound racing isn't allowed in most places anymore. I think Florida's still doing it, or maybe they've even closed that down. But uh, I think horse racing is going to go the way of elephants in the circus. I really do at some point because I mean, just too so. many too many horses are just dying. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's it's not necessary for our entertainment to watch horses die. No. I do wish in Taylor's statement, I wish her people had not said it was a scheduling right. change and instead would have said we have agree with those who have pointed out to us that horse racing is cruel. I think is. that would have been more impact- impactful. Yeah.
6: Oh, it absolutely would have. But yeah, she's not saying anything other than scheduling, so maybe people believe that as well.
11: Yeah. And you know, I like Taylor Swift. Oh. Yeah. Beyond cute. She's really tall, you know. Not gonna go for me, that's for sure.
5: Well, that's the o- only reason she wouldn't, Rodney. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh. Some birthdays for you.
5: not It's Allen- not realistic. It's just not realistic. A birthday?
6: Or dating Taylor? I think dating Taylor. Okay, got it. Uh, happy birthday to Jason Alexander, who was on Seinfeld with our friend Patrick Warburton. Mm-hmm. Jason and Mary played, Britney Spears. Yeah, well, very different guy. But Jason had a small role, while Patrick Warburton was putty. Yeah,
5: Well, he I was mean, the star Yeah,
4: Yeah,
6: come on. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, happy birthday. Jermaine Dupri, Hassan you know, Minaj, quick, and Anthony Mackie. You
8: know, Bruce Springsteen sang, sang Blinded
4: by the Light. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
6: get Oh he did a yeah, he did a cover of the Manfred Mann?
4: No, yeah. he did the original. He did Wait, why Manfred,
6: Mann? did I just pull that out of my ass? You
5: did. That was yes! exactly right. Yeah, he did great things in Woo, it. Yeah. I can't. I can't with you two and Blighted by the light. I just is can't.
6: weird, though, that they were like wrapped up like a douche. Another you know, runner deuce. in the night. Like, why would they sing about douches? It's douche. It's, it's just, wrapped
5: up just, like a douche. It's, it's a car weird. reference. Probably a yeah. period, period
6: piece. He did a great cover of it for sure. Is this thing on?
5: It was his song. He wrote. So it.
6: we will wrap this up. Uh, that's what's happening.
5: Hey, on your drive home today, why not listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour? A random act of helpfulness from <laughs> SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow, come on, come on. on an all show, we have so much great stuff. At <laughs> <laughs>
6: the same time, B, literally, that's what we've been listening to all morning, and you, uh, you deny it.
5: I'm not even on this show. I, I don't even know what you're talking I can't. about. I can't. We have so much great stuff to give away, including tickets for WWE, SmackDown 20th anniversary, more K-Rock Advance screening tickets of Joker, also hella mega tickets. Plus, we're going to introduce you to the Untitled Goose Game, which is so fun. And this is a topic I'm really looking forward to in the 8 o'clock hour. If you had something that happened in your life, something that happened to you or something that you saw, and it was something that you cannot convince anybody is real. Yeah, you've used your whole life to just try to get people to understand this happened. And you're like, you don't understand. I sat on a plane next to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and they're like, no, you didn't. You're just yeah. making it up. That was my bad example, by the way. Uh, whatever whatever <laughs> it is. Who would believe such a title? <laughs> Kareem <laughs> clearly doesn't fly at all, ever. Why, why would anyone
0: disagree? I
5: don't know. That was a terrible example. But you can do
13: better. That tomorrow and uh, so much more on an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. See you guys.
0: It's the Kevin and Bean
13: Show. Hey, rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.